us. Yeah, we're um, we're organized, and by organized, I mean uh, organized. Howdy. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going all right. How are you guys? Oh, it could have been smoother. Um, for those of you who don't know and who've been waiting in the chat and who are still trying to figure things out as Tech gets his mic set up, we were intending <laughs> to do a Nerdy Bits podcast from the Nerdy Bits Ranch in Stardew Valley with Sergeant Sodium and Odin, the two guys I've been playing uh, Stardew Valley with. Odin had some stuff come up, and like it was an ongoing series of delays that turned into, like, eh, just go without me. And it was like, well, that doesn't work. Um... And so we're we're just throwing it we're throwing it all together now. So the the nerdy bits bounty board podcast has suddenly become a shit show. If that <laughs> isn't the most appropriate thing in the world. For those in the know. For those in the know, yeah, sure. Uh, ben, how have how have you been this week? It's uh, week five, week six. Yeah, thirty of I'm, quarantine. I'm so 30, thirty plus days for me. We're at thirty plus days. Yes. Yeah. Um, how? Yes. Yeah, it's becoming normal. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. We'll get through it. I uh, got a Kickstarter to focus on, and if that doesn't succeed, then I got a whole other problem to worry about. <laughs> but <laughs> until that's a positive or a negative, it's just, yeah, it's just the way it is. Yeah. So. Just kind of how things have to go. Are you? Uh, how are you dealing with um, quarantine? Has your Has your body kind of? fallen into the the pattern like it has for for a lot of people or are you still kind of butting up against the like oh, i fucking hate not seeing people uh yeah no it's that's definitely a thing um working out from home is extremely tough um yeah. but it yeah. keeps getting later and later it used to be two now it's four thirty. um oh i cannot motivate myself to work out after like three i mean i yeah three o'clock hits and i'm like mm, it's gotta happen early day or it's not gonna happen which is, well, I mean, not the best thing, but uh, definitely something I have to figure out. Yeah, I mean, I had um, I had five years of pattern building in me, so it's 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 like brushing my teeth. So just because it's past a certain hour doesn't mean I get to skip brushing my teeth. <laughs> I have to do it. <laughs> I mean, if it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, just brush your teeth before you go to bed. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know how to directly compare that, but, uh, I do, all I'm saying is like, I don't care what hour it is, I have to get it out, so. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah, so I'm three days a week on this brutal, like, floor routine, and then yoga twice a week to try to limber up yeah, and yeah. just stay, stay active. It's interesting. It's an interesting routine. It's different. Isn't Pilates I, like a mix of yoga and floor? I actually know zero about Pilates. Am I live? Can you guys hear you, me? You yeah. are live. We can hear you, yes. Cool. When I uh, did I Pilates, it was like yoga that kicked my ass. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Both the of these things are extremely difficult. Yeah. Extremely difficult. Like, if So if, if you do an advanced yoga course, it's all about like maintaining balance, and it's using like so much of your body strength to maintain that balance. In a few minutes, you're like dumping with sweat. It's just buckets. Dumping? Is yeah. Yeah, I've had... I've you're had, literally pooping sweat. Yes. Uh, but I've had sweat <laughs> just falling off me doing yoga before. Just oh, holding yeah. a pose, shaking. Like, have you ever done a plank long enough? You start to shake like that. Yeah. Yeah, like 30 like seconds for me, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like you're trying to do a force, like a force. You're trying to use the force. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just to hold your body off the yeah, ground. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 
the sure. one of the last days I had at the gym, there was a plank competition, and uh, a girl there did it for ten minutes. That was the record, I think. Somebody might have come in after, but ten ten was de- it was up there. I did three and a half just because I wanted to beat my uh, my like whatever your, boss. Your personal record? No, the the guy above me, the director. <laughs> I just wanted to beat him. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah, I've seen Amanda plank for ten minutes. It's uncomfortable. <sighs> That's it's, like, that's, dude, that's, that's um, called core. That's like the lady who's a swimmer who was like on her kitchen island. You guys see the video? And she's no. like doing swim moves. And like her her boyfriend or husband is like holding her legs down. And she's doing full on swim moves while hanging like 75% of her body off of the uh, kitchen island. <laughs> just like And just like completely still and doing yeah. swim moves. Because yeah. she's an Olympic swimmer practicing. That's a level of core that I yeah. don't have. I saw a guy with a, with a push bar. <clears throat> Uh, like you would normally see it, like on it was on the floor. He was he was doing it in push-up position under it with the bar placed, just but uh, you know just above his shoulders, like you would like you're squatting. But he was laying under it, and he did a push-up with the bar on his back and his legs off the ground. Like push-up, arms only, full body plank, pushing his body up with only his arms and a bar over his over his neck. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess if you don't have a weight bench, <laughs> you want to feel humble, do a Superman push-up. Is that this one? No, that's a triangle. No, push-up. that's a diamond. That's a Superman push-up. Superman oh. push-up is like as, as if you're flying. Oh, so you have to push up like this. Yeah, but you get your body like off the ground. Try that one day. Fucking dumb. That's all Fucking lats, dumb. baby. If I have to, if I have to analyze that, that's all lats, lats I've, and triceps. I've only seen one person do it. Yeah, no, I ain't doing that for sure. Well, you've only seen one person do one. Well, no, he would do. He can do as many as he wanted to, but he was the only person I've ever known to to do it. I bet Chris Hemsworth does them for fun. I could see that. I I, I imagine if you've got an overall <clears throat> personal fitness and your like body fat percentage is low enough where you can like push your own body weight around doing pretty much anything, you could probably do it. I guess maybe I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, I'm like thirty percent body fat, so no. Nope, <laughs> not gonna happen. You're that. You're that. One you're that third whole, of me. You're that whole milk gallon. <laughs> one third of me is insulation. I'm a whole milk. We're talking about two percent. only because you're built for the winter, dude. You're That's fine. right. You're fine, yeah. bro. Yeah, it's time to start shedding. Um, in a non-hairy, uh, alert my allergens kind of way. Mm-hmm. Tech, how's your how's your last seven days been, my dude? Oh, it's been wonderful. I um, I shaved yesterday. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what else did I do? I did Ryan, did you say I hate you? No, I said proud of you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Changed my head. I did I was some like, laundry. I did some laundry. I, uh, I cleaned a window. I watched stuff. Quarantine's um, turning us all into house husbands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, everything's taken care of. The honey do list is zero right now. <laughs> yeah, like, bottomed it out. Dude. I'm bottomed it out, dude. Bottomed it out. <laughs> yeah, I've been good, man. Just you know, trying to maintain my sanity. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's the uh, ongoing. I, would, yeah. I was gonna say joke. It's not. It's not a joke, guys. It's Sometimes real. watching Sometimes the news is the joke. Like watching the news <laughs> is literally like. I told Aaron today. I don't know what's worse, watching the news or Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> like, which one's worse to watch? Right. Yikes! Yeah, we're in that. Gouging your eyes out. We're in the darkest <laughs> timeline for sure. And I just for saw sure. the episode of Community when they branched off playing what Yahtzee. <laughs> they branched off to six different timelines. I love so. that Troy oh, yeah. rolls the dice to play Yahtzee and then takes out the rules and goes, how to play Yahtzee after rolling? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
Nam is in the chat correcting you, Tech, so you don't have to pay attention to that. Let's, we can ignore it if you want. Um, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, dude, get it together. Um, what, what did I say? I it's said a handmaid's tale. tale, not hands made tale, he's saying. No, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Nam coming in hot news. with the fucking corrections. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grammar. Did you rent that at Blockbusters? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, it's Handmaid's Tale, okay? I love Elizabeth um, Moss. Excuse me, but according to my calculations... You know, ever since Ben's post on Facebook about dog cropping ears, I want to, like, roast people. Like, <laughs> bit by the bug of... Don't, like, please don't roast our viewers. Please don't roast our viewers. I'm it's sorry. not that kind right. of show yet. Sorry. <laughs> Ryan, how's your week been, dude? Uh, I know you've had some things going on, but I don't, I don't know for sure. How's your week been? Uh, I've gone through four interviews for jobs. Um, uh, one of the places actually thought that I turned them down, so they didn't offer me the job until I called them. They're like, well, we thought you said no. I was like, no, I would pick you over other people. I was like, I don't know how you would misconstrue that. They're like, okay, yeah. well, we still don't want to offer you the job as of right now <laughs> because, be, because you have a family to take care of, and we're not sure if we're going to be able to continue to give you enough hours constantly. Sure. I was like, okay, well, that's fine. So uh, I started my new job at Menards today. And speaking of workouts, wait, you've been, wor- working on, you've been working on your Nards all day. So I've <laughs> I moved just probably just over two thousand blocks today. Wow, that's myself of like of like cinder block or like stone for so tiles and stuff. Yeah, anything from like normal bricks. To like pay like pavers or edges yeah, sure. for people's like uh, planters and that kind of stuff up to cinder blocks, um, and that was and that wasn't loading people's vehicles, not including the ones that I loaded no, that and like inventory the, and shit. the mulch yeah. bags and that kind of stuff. Since I can't operate a forklift yet, this is my life. <laughs> well, for, for what it's worth, forklift training is easy and very fast, so you should yep. be able to get on that page quick. Quick question: Do you get a um, friends and family discount at Menards? I get a discount. <laughs> it's the weirdest. Do... It's the weirdest discount system I've ever like em, uh, employee discount thing. They take it out of your paycheck. <laughs> That's what? not a discount. <laughs> you weren't lying. So, so I'm like, um, this is weird. Um, like, nope, that's weird. <laughs> that's not. A, that's not a discount. Yeah. Like, you, do they take out like fifty percent of what you buy? No, it's it's good? it's ten percent, but they. The, so, but it, like you have to have, you can only spend up to seventy five percent of your paycheck. That way, you, like you can at least take some money home. Um, I mean, they do have everything, so I can see how that how that could, if it was a problem yeah. at one point. <laughs> my my wife was like, "You're working there. Oh God, damn it! Like, <laughs> I'm, you're gonna buy everything. You're just gonna come home with new shit every day. <laughs> yeah, like, you're well, come you're home not with a wrong. New load of landscaping materials. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I started that today. Um. I worked nine hours instead of the seven I was supposed to work. Um, They didn't tell me that they changed my hours. but um, So I did that. Um, I also have two new products that I'm going to be making whenever I make this brand of outdoor furniture and stuff that you guys have been pushing me on. Uh Um, I have an old, I think I told Caleb about this, but my grandpa used to make these yard lights like 40 years ago. And he still has the design and everything like that. Well, he had a buddy... Like, look at it and redevelop the design or whatever. And he just made a handful of them. Well, he wants me to now make them and sell them. Neat. So he's kind of passing it down, you know, down to me. So 
Um, I'm working on that, and then I'm I have like these little like side tables that I'm doing with the the yard chairs that I'm making. So it's gonna be I think it's gonna be pretty legit. Um, I'm now you get a working on wood too. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to buy enough wood to make four more chairs, and I was like, you know what? I'll wait till my discount kicks in, and then I How won't have I the first paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> How do I min-max so, my discount? So, yeah, I'm, I'm wanting to get working on that here soon. and Get somebody in there to take some pictures, make a Facebook page, you know? Yeah. Probably be the yeah. cheapest way to start selling them. For Just sure. call it Jabril. Or start a website and get an e-store going. You could probably call up yeah, Jabril like, and be like, hey, come take pictures of my shit. It's pretty cheap. That's, yeah. If you go month to month, it's, what, 20 bucks? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I got to do, like, depending on how, how much you sell a chair for, it probably. Yeah. Facebook's free, though. would pay the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but, yeah, who buys stuff off? I have, actually, I think Facebook Marketplace is actually shut down right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, probably. because I mean, of, uh, they don't want to get people not to, yeah, yeah, to meet people selling Clorox. Yeah, so control your own destiny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> for for what it's worth, you if you sell a chair for 120 bucks, that pays for a year of Squarespace. Yeah, which includes yeah, the sure. domain. So mm-hmm. like, that. yeah. yeah. Not sell, sell, page, your, sell your first business chair page based is on twice the... that. Wait, what? The business page is twice that. Oh, that's a basic. Sell page. two chairs to a friend and then. Get <laughs> <laughs> right. You guys want to buy chairs? You guys want to buy chairs? He says. <laughs> I'll deliver you guys a once in a lifetime opportunity to get in on the ground floor on this candle business. Um, so we've all been surviving the the quarantine by playing video games, and this is Bounty Board, your favorite video game podcast with your four favorite goofs. I'm Lubwub. Uh, to my right is Sergeant Sodium. You've heard him just talk. Uh, below him, if you're watching our stream, I'm sorry, everyone's Do what arrangements different. Below Sarge is Tech Supreme. <laughs> And then next to Tech Supreme on the left and below me is Sketch Sawyer. Um, we like talking about games and things, so we're going to do that. Um, but the first, before we do that, I want to talk about Batman, because Batman's release date got pushed. Yeah. One of as many. everyone would expect. Yeah. But I would, I would go as far as to say that Batman being pushed from, what, May to October of next year is better for it, not just because it will keep people safe, but because Batman coming out in the month of Halloween sure. seems fucking perfect. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. I also feel like studios are going like, to take this opportunity to like push it back further than they have to to make it a little bit better. Sure. Whatever, whatever they're working on to make it just a little bit better. Yeah. So I think it works think, well for everything. I think yep. deadlines are a, a, take a, bo- a boon to most... <laughs> Most things that require a lot of production, video games, books, comic books, movies, if like, you know, you could say whatever you think of The Last Star Wars might have been caused by a strict deadline. Well, everything like like Ben, you do comic books, right? If you work on a page for four hours, you're going to get one thing. But if you work on a page for 24 hours. Yeah. You're gonna get a whole different thing. Yes, I can show you right now what that looks like. Yeah, I mean that, yeah. that goes for literally anything creative, and mm-hmm. movies are definitely creative. Yeah, I remember yeah, watching better. Star Wars saying from a long time ago that like this movie's coming out now, and this movie's coming out the next time, and like that sort of sort of hurt him. It obviously, didn't hurt Lord of the Rings. That was sort of a freak occurrence. Well, that's, that's also they why also, they film movies at once now. Right? Yeah, they also film Lord of the Rings back to yeah. back to back. Yeah. They, they filmed for like a year and a half and then sent mm-hmm. people home and released movies over the next yeah. So is Batman done filming or not? Probably I think so. not now. It might have been done filming, but they're going to go back for reshoots now that they have an additional 12 months to shoot. 
You think reshoots or more edits? I don't think you go into more edits without the idea of like being able to reshoot some shit. There's a way to find this out. All we have to do is do a Google on the Batman and see if they're in post-production. Yeah, hop in the IMDb and see if it says post-pro or filming. While he's doing that, I'll move on to our next topic. Um, this is a little bit old, but it happened right after last week's episode was recorded. Um, San Diego Comic-Con for 2020 has been officially canceled, and mm-hmm. it will be not. it's not pushed back. It's not delayed. It's not going to go digital. They're moving everything back to 2021, yep. which I assume for me and Ben, who have credentials, is going to mean that our credentials are extended a year. You can only imagine Probably. that's the most fair thing to do. Um, but for everybody who was planning on going to San Diego... Um, Make sure you can't. Well, you probably shouldn't have bought flights. <laughs> but if you anyone who has purchased a badge this time last year, we I, I would have had my flight bought already last oh, yeah. year. By the yeah, time. we had our stuff. My, we had our my, stuff by like January last yeah, year. Yeah, no, sure. Not me, but you. The rest of you did. Uh, it says anybody who's purchased a badge can get a refund or have it transferred to twenty twenty one. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's super that's nice. nice. That's super uh, nice. I heard in from a different source that it was uh, it wasn't so much. Uh, I forgot who organizes San Diego Comic Con. It's like it's like FIA or something like that, but um, they uh, they didn't pull it until they lost enough organizers. So it was like people enough of the vendors were pulling out, and they're like, "Oh, okay, it's done." So sure. I bet they tried to save it maybe for a while. I don't know, all conjecture. But they had to have known, you know. I mean, everybody yeah. knew as soon as the NBA dropped out. Everybody's like, "Yeah, oh. <laughs> we're next." Yeah. Yeah. The NBA is like 40,000 people a game. Right. Comic Con's like 200,000 people a day. <laughs> Which is. Yeah. There are a lot of conventions still pretending that they're going to pick up in May and stuff like that, too. Yeah, because they don't want to lose. They don't want to have to, like, give back money. So they're, try, they're basically holding out to not give back money. I mean, I bet yeah, for a for lot sure. of these organizations, it's a, it's a year-to-year struggle. Like, are we going to make it this year? Are we going to make it this year? Is it going to work oh, yeah. this year? Well, that was, then, the, um, that was the games, not Gamescom, because that's the one in Germany. What was the one that got canceled recently? I don't know. Uh, not Gamescom. GDC. GDC in San Francisco got canceled. Mm. And, like, the people that put it on, that's their, like, that, that, like 80% of their revenue comes from GDC. So there's like charities that are donating to that organization so that they can be around long enough to do GDC next year. Yeah. Because they lost so much money from vendors and yeah. sponsors and GDC's uh, never struck me as a exhibit that looks like it was struggling, but what the hell do I know? I don't think it was struggling because it was a staple. It happened every mm-hmm. year. They didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about people needing to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that they couldn't. I mean, if you take away someone's main cash cow it's going to mean anything that's not struggling is struggling suddenly. That's just yeah. kind of how it works. I mean, um, not today, we just lost a movie theater in St. Louis. Yeah, man. Who the Moolah Theater is the closing Moolah. permanently. Damn. It's done. Yeah, they, the, the St. Louis cinemas only had enough revenue for two out of the three theaters they own. So they kept Galleria, and what's their third? Actually, Chase Park Plaza and MX. I guess they don't own a gallery anymore. Because as soon as I saw the article, I thought the Galleria was a part of that, and yeah. they didn't mention the Galleria at all. Maybe the Galleria owns... Yeah, maybe Marcus, cinema. not Marcus. What's the mall company that owns malls? When you get, oh. a, gift, when you get a gift card, is it Marcus? West, West, no. West, Westfield, Field, Westfield. But so maybe, okay. maybe the Galleria owns more of a the theater to keep it alive, and they just didn't sure. mention it. But they yeah, definitely maybe. said MX and uh, Chase Park is still open, and True. people who are not from St. Louis, like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Right. Sure. Next topic. Um, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so hey, oh, go ahead, go ahead. 
So, um, with the the Comic Con stuff, what for the I don't, I, did, I was kind of spacing and actually doing something real quick while uh, we were talking about that. Um, so you have to tell us why you don't think we're interested. What if? Go ahead. What if the? Uh, what about the companies that were like saving for this for years? Like they were building something for a while, and that they were that Comic Con was going to be their. This is this is going to be our make sure. it moment. You know yeah. what? So does Comic Con need to, in a way, still appease that for them like this 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 was well but not i'm not saying like have comic-con but Mm -hmm. they should in some sort of way cover these ones that if they don't make it they won't make it another year to be able to get to the comic-con in 2021 so does comic-con like like, refund their money well no back next year maybe that maybe that discount them for next year or something or make a foundation or a platform for them to stand on that if somebody hashtags Comic-Con or at Comic-Con, people are going to see this. Millions of people are still going to see it because they're interested in it. Like instead a of convention? That would yeah, be nice. That'd like be a nice. virtual for, for the people that can't make it. Like that, virtual... that can't, that won't make it another year because they have an indie game that they were going to, they were going to pound into everybody's, you know, yeah, eyeballs. sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love the imagery of that. No, that's a good point. That's uh, one of the arguments that came up with e- when E3 got canceled. People were like, there are companies that were going to get the money they needed to survive another year by being at E3. And yeah. now they don't get that opportunity. And yeah. I'm sure there are solo artists, solo writers, small press uh, uh, publishers that are all that all weigh on Comic-Con, getting them enough money to push until the next event. And that, right. that's, that's not a thing. So I think you're right. Like It's tough. Like... When GDC I mean, every got, when every GDC industry is operating at a at a, a, let's say seventy five percent capacity or less, right? right sure. I know a lot of artists who live off comics, and now that that's um, put on pause, uh, the people aren't um, buying commissions either, and they're not going to conventions. Like conventions was like thirty percent of their revenue, but they can't do that now. So I think a lot of people are operating, at, like I said, a sub. Uh, you know, suboptimal income, whatever. Yeah. So well, when when GDC got canceled, like I was saying earlier, there were foundations that were set up to, so people could donate to them, so that they could give funds to the people that had spent a lot of money to be there. Yeah. And who were breaking like, their bank to be there? So I think. I feel like we'll that platform s- would take a long time to develop, though. Like a big, huge landing space for hundreds of thousands of people to visit and possibly shop and see the right things and. You know, if you look at the exhibitor maybe, list in a yeah. Comic Con, it's dozens of pages of exhibitors. You can't maybe just... it's not that though. Maybe they set up a website for small press or not small press uh, artist alley, and let people put their profile. Not even put their profiles up. Like if you were in Artist Alley and you were registered, they already mm-hmm. have that information. Mm-hmm. Set up a website that allows people to donate to Artist Alley, and then just divide the funds. Just go. Okay, cool. It sounds we way too altruistic. 000. It's a great idea, but it's way too altruistic. There's no way. That's what GDC I mean, did. That's what GDC did. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. they were, they said straight up set up funds for these people who applied that were in the small exhibitor section, mm-hmm. and the amount of money that was donated to that got distributed to those small vendors so that they got something back. And if Comic Con's as big as it is, and if people care about it as much as they do, mm-hmm. they should. I would imagine you would get probably a bunch of people that would be willing to give ten, twenty bucks, and if two hundred thousand people give twenty dollars, I mean, most people go to. Comic-Con to spend hundreds. 
Exactly. Right. right. So exactly. So I think yeah, I think it's possible that we could. I see mean, you you, pop you up give a team, like, you give a team forty hours a week for however long till Comic Con actually shows up. They can make, they could build a website and even even just like a YouTube page, honestly, with a website that is just based on donations. You know, like just yeah, a, a list of everything, and then Comic Con has a YouTube page that's putting out these trailers and you know that kind of thing instead of or I guess. I guess Comic Con is not video game related, but still, um, but the video games yeah. are there. Always. Right, right, Capcom's right. There. Square Enix is there. You know, they they have a, you know a YouTube channel that can show everything that's happening, and then just a website for donations. For sure. I mean, we'll see. They, Let's hope they, that they do that because I think Ryan, you're right. They do need to provide something because they that's what they generally do. I mean, the big companies, the big companies going to be fine. The Funko is going to be fine. Yeah, they just release everything Xbox, on. Yeah, online and just can still make that ex- more money probably yeah yeah for sure for sure um it's interesting we'll see it's only a week since that announcement so like i'm sure stuff will develop as uh, as time passes um <clears throat> uh, in big news in the game industry jason schreier is no longer a part of kotaku if you've read anything that's huge in terms of news and games chances are in the last 10 years it's probably come from jason schreier at kotaku he and several others have left that place because Gawker's organizational hierarchy sucks, and the guy who's running it is an asshole. Deadspin got shut down last year without notice, and people just got fired, and people loved that sports blog. Um, anyway. I'd like to call attention to what David Jeffy said when he was here on the show. There's a sort of reputation from Schreier that he uh, doesn't necessarily follow his own contracts, so he'll help himself into your studio, get a bunch of critical information, and then immediately leak it all and share it to the world against contract. I don't know if that's contract-based. I think what more what Jaffe was saying was like, sure, if you want to get a bunch of secrets from people and then share it in the public, which, like, I hear that, but, like, his reporting on Rockstar is the reason why last week we had news about Rockstar changing its entire culture. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's not crucial or essential for him to do that, but I think he does have a reputation of being sort of cutthroat in his you know execution. But he's also made quite a name for himself, and now it yeah. now it, to finish your story, now he's at Bloomberg. Now he's at Bloomberg News, which feels weird. He said he was on the fence until Bloomberg took notice of all of that whatever swashbuckling behavior and said we want to focus on the business of games and uh, and, and the malpractice. Like his his focus on the malpractice of the game studio is what got him the job apparently. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so that'll be interesting. His split screen podcast is no longer on Kotaku. It's turned into Triple Click, which is a podcast that's now being supported by the Maximum Fun Network. Yeah, which that's Maximum Fun is my brother, my brother and me, uh, Judge John Hodgman, uh, Adventure Zone, a bunch of really good podcasts over on Max Fun. Yeah. Um, Max Fun has no investors. It's all listener supported, which is yeah. also very cool. It's the NPR of podcast networks. <laughs> it's the NPR of comedy podcasts, basically. Um, let's see what else. What else? What else? See if Eves had a big update today. Ben, you yeah. want to dive into that? They have cats. Yeah, <laughs> cats is a big take? thing. Oh, yeah, uh, they got they got kitty cats. cats. We we wanted that a year ago, but bigger things stepped in first. Uh, but another big thing is reviving. You can revive players now, which is huge. That sort of changes the entire game. 
So you don't go to that different like ghost ship anymore? Not if you get revive first. Yeah. Nice. Pretty cool. That's cool. It might if, make it a lot more tolerable for people. <laughs> if these um, cats don't like purposely set off cannons <laughs> on the on your ship just to be assholes, I'm, I don't want to be a part of it. What if they like knock treasure <laughs> off the deck? <laughs> just slap yeah, treasure just, off the deck. You, you uh, have to pay attention to them. They're slowly moving it, or unless yeah. you go grab it. Yeah. You just turn around like fluffy. Don't fluffy. Yeah. Don't. It's like meow. <laughs> Uh, the Stupid. biggest change, though, is this sort of, um, everybody knows about, anybody who's played it knows that there's factions in the game, and you have to level up those factions as sort of a, I don't know. It's it's really the only goal that Sea of Thieves has, if you think about it. Otherwise, it's just a sandbox game. Go and do whatever you want. The only goal is to level up these factions for some sort of clout or merit, or, or completionist bragging rights, you know what I mean? So, now, when you set out, you can fly one of their flags. So... Uh, you can ally with people also flying those those factions as well. So you can work together with people and, and get loot all at the same time, which is cool, but the real uh, meat and potatoes is the is the fourth faction, which is, uh, I forgot what they were called. Let me make sure the chat's up, see if somebody can f uh, correct me. Uh, the last one is sort of the, the swashbuckler faction. When you fly their flag, everybody's ship shows up on the map. So you can see everybody on the map. So, oh, so yeah. if you want to be a, if you want to be a pirate, right. you know who you're going after. Right. So it's going to be even more swashbuckly than it ever has before. It looks. Ah, this is what I wanted. Yeah. So the thing you're wanting before is like I just want merchant ships to. There you go. Right. But it's all player controlled, which makes sense coming from from rare. Sure. Uh, they're not really interested in a lot of NPCs in this universe. They want player controlled interactions. Yeah. Denton Sign says it right. It's scarier now. I already feel like I can't hang. In the Sea of Thieves. Me and the family, we can have a great time. As soon as we run into players, nah. Nah, it'd be like taking mom into Overwatch or something. Just like, good night. We took my mom and and your mom into a single fight against a smaller ship, and yeah. in minutes we were underwater. By the time I spawned... I... Sarge, we needed you. We needed you to <laughs> launch yourself onto their ship and do some swashbuckliness. Oh, man, I so love that clip. <laughs> clip is oh, so good. So it seems good. like they're pushing a little bit more action, which, as yeah. you know, yeah. someone who's played it, and didn't enjoy it all that much. That sounds exciting. They're, yeah. they're pushing it more for the action and, and less of the down period, minus yeah. the cats. So sure, I sure. feel like if you don't want to be the assholes, you can play one of the uh, one of the factions and try to do a job, knowing that you're always being actively hunted. Now, mm. uh, Denton Sign said we were on edge the whole time today. That sounds fun. It could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like changing the game from, like, a open world, oh, there's another player, to almost changing it to a Battle Royale-style type game. Where <laughs> yeah. you know the people like you're loading in, just going like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's third-party those guys over there. They're fighting. Like, what? Yeah, that's very likely <laughs> to be a strategy, that. for sure. It's for definitely... Sure. I can see why they had this voice of excitement and trepidation for so many months. They're like, you guys, just wait until you see what's coming this year. And now that it's almost May, you know, it's it's time for that stuff to start coming out. And that's big. It's that's really awesome. big. I'm interested, <laughs> but I, as you know me, I don't care for the real stressful games. It, you know, Bleeding Edge is pretty freaking stressful, but... We've done pretty good the last couple of, yeah. like, the last week playing that game of keeping our expectations pretty level. I think. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that's why, a, only play BO, that's why I only play Battle Royale that. every once in a while, because, like, that's just <laughs> way too stressful. Yeah, yeah I, I hope this doesn't good. kill the game for some people. Like, dude, I was 
I don't want. I don't want to be like. Can I opt out of a lobby that this happens? Can I just they, be in like a public lobby of not doing that? That would be great. They mentioned <laughs> private games at some point in the past. So if we want to take our moms out for a voyage, we can just go peacefully, you know? So, like, we want to go do a, a story mission and we don't be harassed the entire time? Yeah. Yeah. Private server would be nice. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. Um, there was a trailer for a game that came out relatively recently for a game called Hard Space Shipbreaker. Not out yet. Which Ben watched and was like, oh shit. Not out yet. Made. This is a uh, trailer. Trailer for yeah, early yeah, access. Yeah. Part of um, a franchise I absolutely adore. Um, yeah, so Homeworld is a is a deep franchise that has like 30, 20 years of history. Um, two game, two core games, and then what was the... Um, the Deserts of Karak. It's a prequel. Deserts of Karak, yeah. 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 Um, there's a prequel where it's like mostly land-based, but the, the original two games are RTS games like Command and Conquer, but rather than just being X and Y axis moving across an isometric board, it's in space. Yeah. So there's a full Z rotational depth axis. Axis lets you go up, down, left, right, and forwards and backwards. And it's um, so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's uh, the beautiful story series. was also really cool. Yeah. Um, you built a, basically you build a ship that becomes your home, arc. your arc mm-hmm. as you're heading towards a new home, and you find things on the way, including yeah. an ancient culture, and they're like dreadnought. And your maiden voyage, uh, it takes. It's sort of like Star Trek. The entire planet rallies together to build this mothership and on its maiden voyage somebody shows up and destroys your planet so you're like well uh i guess this is us now <laughs> we're, yeah. we're now an ark so it was really neat good storytelling great voice acting bring sajuk to bear bring yeah sajuk they announced um homeworld 3 last year they and did. did this uh incredible crowdfunding on a program called fig they made a healthy chunk of change they said we're making the game regardless but whatever you give us is going to help, which is pretty yeah. cool. And they made a couple so, hundred thousand dollars, I think. So check out the trailer for Hard Space Shipbreaker. Man. It's a FPS game in the Homeworld universe, and it's about having a job, specifically the job of a cutter. Living I was going to say, space. this trailer looks more like work than it yeah. does a first-person yeah. shooter. Yeah, yeah. it does. Uh, uh, a, you're, you're, you work as a, now. <laughs> 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 you work as a cutter. Your job is living and working in space, breaking down massive derelict ships to scrap. For parts you guys like working games mm-hmm. like yeah. i play farming simulator labor simulators i got labor simulators called real do. life i wasn't working I for six months let's go i had to do if something I could, if i could sign up tomorrow and be a, a shipbreaker a junk a shipbreaker in space i'd probably do it that sounds awesome except i'd probably do it too but you know, that hazard pay has got to be fucking great. It's got to be great. Yeah, it's like working no, on a... Um, not a space force. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Working on a uh, barge. A lot of guys work on barges for six months because the money's so good. Oh, I got a, I got a homie I met in New Orleans who's from Missouri who works on barges. Yeah. And, and works, like, in Louisiana. And, you know, he does well. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody who works on a barge does really well. <laughs> yeah, I know a guy that uh, was a friend of a friend that works on barges, like, six months a year. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and takes the other six months off because he makes seventy-five yeah. to eighty thousand right. dollars in six months, and then he's like, "Cool, I'll just chill." So, Ryan, what do you money. think? Are you watching the trailer? Did Ryan? you look it up? Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it right now. I don't have any sound. Right. What is the I'm appeal watching. of the the labor the labor games? Like, what's the appeal for that? It's it's normally like, stuff that you don't do. Like, I don't go out and farm, but I love looking at that kind of stuff. I like big equipment, that kind of thing. 
Like on the Mudrunner game, there's no possible way that I can just get in a semi and be like, I gotta haul all these logs through all this mud to get up wherever I need to. Right. Up a mountain and worry about wrecking and anything like that. Like, I don't get to do any yeah. of that. It sounds really fun to me. And you want like, to? I, but I would. Lo- I would love to do it. Okay. See, I don't know if I'd want to do that. But if I, but if I did it, I probably wouldn't play the game. He's like, I, I did agree. this at work all day. <laughs> yep, I agree with Sarge. Um, it's it's the core of what video games are. And that sounds weird to hear me say that, so let me qualify it. The core of video games is wish fulfillment. You play Call of Duty because you want to feel like a badass who can take out 30 targets in a single match. You play Halo because you want to be the guy. Sure, no, I get it. I, yeah, I wish you to do superhuman things, so I play video games. Right. I don't wish to haul loads of <laughs> shit. So... Video games and have come. Uh, oh, video games have come far enough that, that no, doing it, check it out like a cycle, right? Yeah. So sure. we went from Super Mario to uh, like Harvest Moon. Whether or not you know what that is, that's a, another kind of farming game. Back to Call of Duty. Now we're back to well, we've always had Flight Simulator. That's pretty goddamn boring. But like, not many people can fly or spend like, thousands of dollars and hours learning to. Yeah, there are flight flight simulator like Google Flight Simulator. Yeah. Is like legit. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll know how to fly a plane, right? Dude, I'm a I'm a uh, very prototypical male. I see a piece of construction equipment that nobody's using, and I go, I kind of want to jump in that (laughs) and like smash some shit. So, uh, yeah, a game where you get to operate uh, equipment at some capacity sounds kind of interesting to me. And that's kind of what this shipbreakers looks like. You got a laser cutter, and you're breaking up these ships. And I don't know. Plus, it's physics based, and it's in the homeworld universe. So, like, physics based stuff is always badass to me. But I think yeah, well, the, the opening of Star Wars: uh, The Jedi Fo- uh, Fallen Order is you're doing a job. Cal Kestis mm. on a planet breaking down ships, and if mm-hmm. like in my brain, if I could put myself in someone's shoes and be breaking down ships in the Star Wars universe, fuck yeah, I would do that. It looks like a shit job. I would do it for a few days just to be like, oh, it was dope. To bring up what Dentonstein said in the chat, though, he says, I think it's a fixation on systems for a lot of people, and I can verify that specifically for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't play a lot of games. Like, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you when it comes to organizing and planning shit in real life, fuck that. I hate it. But when it comes to games, when it comes to things I like, it tends to become something that I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... XCOM, figuring out like, okay, we got to do this mission, but then after that, I got to spend these points on research. That's going to take seven days, and I got to organize this funding from here and here and here, or City Skylines and organizing my mass transit. There's our connection. For an entire eight hours. There's Hold our on. connection. Hold on, Caleb. Look at this. I'm watching City Skylines YouTube videos while we're doing this. That's what yeah. I was about to say. So, Tech, extrapolate your experience with City Skylines. But okay, here's 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 the reason why I like City Skylines, and I don't think it's similar to liking labor games i like city skylines because it gives me an opportunity to play god okay okay so i don't think that's the same <clears throat> desire to move loads of i don't know mulch. Sure. But, <laughs> but it, but think of it, think isn't, isn't every game a labor game though it's just different jobs Call of Duty, you're a military Mar- guy, Mario but you're over here just you're just over Mario's here killing people. <laughs> Mario's a plumber. Like for for the most part, like Call of Duty, a little I mean, bit you, less you, moral compass to, to 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 do those type of games. Like, right, I right, no, it's no, it's noble. just different. It's got different things, aspects to it. Like you know, you just get to murder everybody in Call of Duty. It's, but I mean, technically, that's somebody's job. Okay, I mean, every well, game is a loop. <laughs> you know, like, every game has a gameplay loop. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, but 
But what makes you want to do like tasks? Like it's all tasks. It's all tasks. It's the it's the joy of ticking off optimization. It's 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 so like when you build a, a honey when you get a honey do list or when you create a list at home. Mm-hmm. There's something about checking things off that list that makes you physically feel better because your body <laughs> creates chemicals when you do it. You go, oh, cool, what, that's done, and your argue. body's like, here's some endorphins, motherfucker. You did it. I hate yard work almost more than just about everything. <laughs> But I do like having a house that looks like somebody took care of their yard. I do right. like it as well. Right. I think it's because we're old now. Well, it's... <laughs> <laughs> be like, why, why is my dad out there, like, cuddling with the grass? What is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> but like, I, take, I, take, I just love it. <laughs> I take seeding so serious, seeding grass so serious yeah. now. And, like, the 20-year-old me would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Homie, welcome to Stardew Valley, where we take seeding things seriously. But see, I'd rather seed in real life. So yeah, I but just... what if you could plant those seeds and make $10 million so that you could buy a fucking mill and goats and sheep and pigs and then make $20 million We're going to have to wait for that episode. For those who are listening. And yeah, guys, you know what? I've we also never seen a... it. I've only had one friend who played it. Yeah. Uh, before you guys start talking about it this week, and yeah. she was talking about it like a year ago, however long, six it's months older. ago. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know too much about Stardew Valley. I know she was definitely yeah. hooked on it. Yeah. So for everybody else, uh, we plan on having a Stardew Valley episode today. Uh, Caleb has a bunch had I shouldn't have deleted him. Uh, <laughs> thanks. A bunch of questions about the game, and uh, we were gonna watch them play, and I was sort of gonna be like a, a show host. Um, <laughs> we will do so, that next week. Yeah. And, we'll then he, push- and then he threw seats down. And he woke up at 6 a.m. and watered the lawn. Straight up, the the announcers in golf are a reason for me to watch golf. I would listen to that guy all day. Sounds like ASMR. Yeah, dude, it is. It is. It's ASMR with a Scottish accent when you're watching So when that episode shows up, maybe we'll understand what the the poll is. But so far, everything you've said, nah. Doesn't work. It's just bouncing right. But Shipbreaker right. appeals to you, yeah. and like that yeah. means that I have an in. I just have to figure out where I can thread that needle. I mean, good luck, right. man. Like it's Homeworld. That shit goes deep, and it's space sci-fi is my favorite thing ever, I and it's physics-based. So I can tell you right now that if they gave me a Halo City Builder, I would abandon my family. Yeah. Like if yeah. I got what exactly. I'm doing now in Stardew Valley in yeah. a universe I loved. Now Stardew Valley's. Did you play Pluto? Forge in Halo? Did you ever go into Forge? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ryan and I made movies in Forge, my I, friend. I didn't know for about For high it. school. Yeah. In chemistry high school, class. Ryan and I made full scripted films for chemistry class. Yeah. On, on a VHS recorder. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think I remember hearing this story. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we fucked with it. Um, I want to fuck with it again. It's just it's a time commitment. <laughs> I, I, I got to say about these like job games that we're talking about, playing them like by yourself sucks ass. Playing Farm Simulator by yourself is the worst. But yeah, I wouldn't play Stardew you, alone. But yeah, if you play Stardew by yourself, it's it's the worst because you're just like, I gotta do all this, I gotta do this and this. But if you've got people that are willing to play it and are having fun playing it, like Caleb in on Stardew is literally running like the barn. He goes and I run the, the cows, artisanal, gets, yep, you the artisanal know, projects. That does projects. all that kind of stuff. I yep. do the farming itself. Odin does like the mining to get the gold and the iron, that kind of stuff. Like Having our own thing to where we're like, you know what? I'm going to stay around the farm and do stuff today. Nope. Never mind. I'm going to go to the mines. Like, it's just everybody has a purpose, but it's, you know, you have to be those people that like those games. On Farm yeah. Simulator, I can be like, I'm harvesting. Like, I'm, I'm in the harvesters. Like, my, my thing's, you know, filling up. Somebody just rolls up in a semi 
I, I unload everything into the semi and I just continue going. Like making it like a functional workhorse is is like fulfilling yeah. on all levels. There's oh, something tech. about a well-oiled machine that feels good, whether it's in real life or in a video game. And without belaboring the topic for too long, I would argue that our getting into Stardew Valley right now specifically is tied to not being able to go to work. Do you guys so want to come to my backyard and help me plant shit? No, no. Tech, because I can do this and not sweat. Because <laughs> I don't enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth a shot. Yeah, tech, I mean, how mundane you is... Shot. To, not to you, obviously, but to maybe a lot of other people. Me, is all the background stuff in, in 2K, in NBA 2K. All the management stuff. You know what? Honestly, because I'm a huge NBA fan mm-hmm. and I love the game so much, I literally never play any of the management stuff. Okay. Because I don't like that's not why I'm there. Gotcha. I'm there to play, yeah. You know. See, What's the I most play, boring thing? When I play thing? MLB The Show, I go into scouting reports and field my scouts in different places to find different scouts. Different you know, players. I don't care about that because it's it's for me it's all fake because I'm scouting created players. Like so, like this <laughs> sure, doesn't do sure. anything for me. Interesting. Sure, sure, sure. What's the most boring thing you've ever played that you know if somebody would have walked in they would have went what the fuck? Oh, are you playing? City skylines all day. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. literally the most boring thing if you do not want to play that game. Don't worry. Both you, both Ben and Tech, both of you have given us, us being Ryan and I, given us examples of how this type of game can work on you. Yeah. We just have to find the one that's right. You know city what? Build, city building and what we've done in, in, in Stardew Valley is not too far off when it comes to optimizing what does what and how to make it work the best way. And going as far as finding a job in a universe you like, like, we could also figure... You know what I mean? Like, what what Stardew is just doesn't appeal to you immediately, but it appeals to you peripherally because you do have tendencies to like things yeah. that are job-like, just yeah. not in this specific game. Yeah. Um, so I think, like, shaking a fist at it right away, like, that's just work. Like, sure, it's fun, but, like, there is something that appeals to a lot of people, and that game has sold a... 10 million, million copies. 10 million copies. So 10 million people have been like, fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, there's something about it. There's something about it. We have I just, labored I, this point. I can't, I can't wait till I get you guys on, get to show Caleb and Ben Ark, at least. It looks, <laughs> no, it, arcs, it, arcs. it looks phenomenal. It, no, Ark's just, in my wheelhouse for sure. And it's and it's it's not as it's actually not really a work game. It's really just build your shit. What game? Some Ark Survival Evolved. Yeah. It's a, it's a survival game. Yeah. 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 I, I heard of it. I've never played it. Actually. Yeah. Fucking tame dinosaurs, that kind of shit. Run around, it's on kill game other base. dinosaurs. So yeah. like a Jurassic Park worker. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And we talked about it's a more Jurassic fantastic Park. setting. <laughs> we yeah. talked about the Jurassic Park Battle Royale a couple weeks ago. Yeah, which I still think would be dope. Anyway, Hard Space Shipbreaker had a trailer come out. Yeah, <laughs> just to get back to that. Um, and the last news item, and I promise we won't go. Oh wait, no, Ben yeah. added shit. I added one. This sounds important. Okay, Ben, do your added one because okay. the the one I want to go to is going to be the one that transfers us into our topic. Oh, I didn't know we had a topic. All right, so uh, Brooklyn Comic Store, inspired by Fortnite, is delivering a new kind of experience for kids at a time when comic shops need to adapt to survive. Joe Einhorn opened a uh, opened a store called Loot, a kid-friendly comic book store in the Brooklyn neighborhood of Carroll Gardens in July. The store makes most of its money from memberships. For $30 a month, kids can rent an un- un- unlimited number of comics 
uh, one at a time from the store's collection of 5,000. Uh, Genius. Einhorn said he wanted to open a comic shop that would get young people off screens, something he, mm. something he said traditional comics struggled to do. Kids can also hang out and read and take comic drawing art classes in the store, which inspiration from the massive popular video game Fortnite. Uh, I don't see that. Print, print that money, bro. That's genius. Uh, 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 let's see. Okay, I'm so, a man. Sorry, that's all I can So he says it's a clubhouse about. environment. Um, <laughs> that's funny, Caleb. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Finkel and Einhorn. Um, kids get a superhero-inspired trading card with their name on it as a membership card. That's awesome. That's so here's good. A, here's yeah. a dope thing about New York, right? It's such a um, expensive place to own a company, own a business, and it's such a uh, like a you like you could literally lose everything soon, like in six months. Yeah. If you don't succeed, that it creates this this world of this um uh what's ingenuity, and this is ingenuity. I mean, look like, at this picture. This, this is kids. This is this is heaven. This is perfect. <laughs> oh my god, that's so smart, dude. So I'm gonna share it with the uh, the chat. Um, yeah, these kids sitting on a pillow on the ground. One's drawing, one's reading. It's and like, it made, he made it look like a goddamn Apple product. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a beautiful The, the place store. looks like an an Apple store. Yeah. With comic books, it's white. It's simple. It's easy to look at. It's genius. Yeah, for sure. It says, in the game, I'm resources gonna... such as weapons and ammunition are called loot, which is not only the name of the store, but of the store's reward system. Kids can gain points by renting comics and use those points at the pizzeria below. Oh, come on, dude. Son of a bitch, man. Come on, dude. This it, guy that, got that's it. Literally just being, like, figuring out, just figuring out the code, like doing something different and doing mm -hmm. something exciting and, and, and knowing your target. That's smart. Yeah. I'm not sure. mad at this at all. This is amazing. I'm going to slide yeah. these images into chat so they can see them. Um, there's kids doing art on beanbags and shit. Um, and then he brings in down. a comic book artist there's... to do yeah. classes? Einhorn thinks one of the biggest reasons kids aren't attracted to comic stores is they can't fully engage with the material. He thinks his library-like model where kids can borrow comics, hang out, and draw their own could work for traditional comic shops too. And he's only just begun. Loot is holding a contest where kids can design their own superhero, and animator and sculptor Steven Cortocchio will turn it into an action figure. <laughs> Applicants must be under 18 years old and turn in their designs, including details of their character's appearance and superhero superpowers in person at Loot. A winner will be selected December 2nd. Mm. Genius. So, yeah. Salute that guy. It's open seven yeah. days a week, 2 o'clock to, two to 8 o'clock. Plus, and, and, and low operating costs because you're only open six hours a day? Yeah. How, wait, when's it open? Two to eight? Two to eight. <laughs> yeah, that's that's even better because when kids get out of school, parents yeah. are like, well, let's, go, let's go there. And you get home before the streetlights come on. Or so as it, and and looks like, it looks like the most simplest of, of stores. Yeah, yeah, simple aesthetic is the way to go, man. 100%. And like Ben said, it, it's Apple Store aesthetic. He's so, what he's doing, what he did, he took 5,000 comics, which not hard to do. No. Right? Had a space and created all of this around it. And that's going and this is going to grow because right now like this is it's it's small now. It's going to grow to be something huge with comic book backing and support from artists and and more and more kids are going to want to do this. And yeah. and people are going to bite this idea. I hope so, man. I hope so. I think uh, I've been saying this with some of my artist friends for years. It's the kids we need to focus on. Old grumpy comic book people are not yeah. pushing the industry. They're holding it back. For sure. For sure. So, 
Um, I don't want to lose that thread. So uh, Xbox Series X logo came out because of patents. So check that out. Um, but sticking with the thread of Fortnite, Fortnite has a big event coming out. Travis um, Scott, come on. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, the featured. So it, this Fortnite is above and beyond anything anyone could have possibly predicted it would be. Um, Star Wars lore was dumped in Fortnite. Um, they've had Thanos. They've had Deadpool. They've had Star Wars characters. They've had just... It just seems like it's never going to end. And then they do this. There's an event coming that's going to be called... Um, Astronomical? Astronomical event. I guess. Mm-hmm. It's the Astronomical event. It is going to debut a Travis Scott single as part of the event. Travis Scott is now a skin mm-hmm. that you can get in the game. Um, yeah. Side note, you got to give props to, to Travis Scott's team. <laughs> yeah. Because he's had Jordan sneakers. He's had, like, as far as, like, outside of music is concerned, his licensing game is absolutely insane. Like, he has Jordans that have sold out to the level of Kanye West's Yeezys. The Cactus Jack shoes are insane. Like they go for immediately, and they go for thousands on resale market. Like he he they know what they're doing when it comes to like deals like this. Yeah. So so here's who here's spends the other thing. a thousand on shoes? People sneakerheads. Do y'all watch like them? Watch Jeff Goldblum's show on Disney Plus called The World According to Goldblum, episode two, I think, is about shoes. And you watch somebody spend forty four thousand dollars in cash on for a rack of shoes. I mean, when it comes to shoes, there's a whole different, a whole different podcast. It's such a culture, different. and people <laughs> will spend everything they have. We have, I have a, fr- we have a friend who spends a lot of money on sneakers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ryan, go watch the Jeff Goldblum episode on Disney Plus about shoes. I just said that. Caleb literally just said that. So I don't know if you know this. There's a show on Disney Plus. Which ben definitely can't hear us. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so well, who's Cactus Jack? I, I don't know who Cactus Jack. That's his, is. That's his alias. Who's Travis Scott? That's his alias. Fuck man. Okay. So here's the thing. Let me read this. This is from Twinfinite. Thank you, uh, Alex Gibson, for this article. Uh, the design of Astronomical's, quote, otherworldly experience, end quote, is inspired by Cactus Jack's creations, which is said to have been built from the ground up in Fortnite. The event won't run globally at the same time. This is wild to me, what I'm about to say to you. So don't worry about having to tune in in aw- awkward hours. Instead, there's a string of tour dates showing at different times across the globe. You just need to make sure you get then early to secure a spot with servers opening 30 minutes prior to the gig kicking off. Hmm. It's fucking straight up concerts, and they have five separate times for the concert starting, and you can get there. So early is it a concert? Or what is it? It's, a, it's, it's gonna a, it's gonna be his single, but the single is gonna be like play like an interactive playable music event. I need more information. It's a virtual concert, my dude, with I a single that. that no one's ever heard from one but of the it, biggest artists of music. Travis but the uh, I mean, yeah, I mean that's amazing by itself. And if you remember the Star Wars event, there was just a stage. And you were just standing there. They've been doing this for a while in video games. Like, uh, maybe last year, they did a, uh, who was it? Marshmallow did a, a Fortnite thing, possibly. Yeah, yeah. And there was an NBA sure 2K concert with, uh, I want to say Diplo and Snoop Dogg or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, they've been doing this before. This is not the first time someone's performed 
in a virtual world. There's a uh, in two NBA two K. There's a pro am court, and they've had concerts there. You know, like they had like legit live from this time to this time. This celebrity will be performing virtually in this world. So this is not a new thing, but this is probably just a, a great timing, plus artist plus biggest game type of deal, which making it such a a huge spectacle. Yeah, it's bananas. One of a kind musical journey to feature. So it's just a new song. It's a new, I think it's yeah, a new it's song. A it's not gonna be like it's a, a concert set, right? Yeah. Um. But still, like a five minute. Is that minute. is that like a world premiere though? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. It will be for sure. It's a world premiere. It'll be preparing through Fortnite. Yeah. Or is it? I was going to say, or is it getting like released that moment to the world? It's just in Fortnite. You can hear it live. Probably a world premiere and then releasing it. If I had to yeah. guess. Yeah, right. I imagine it'll go. I'm sure that's a deal that they made. Like, dude, you're gonna world premiere this real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, they probably like Epic probably has 12 hours of license to it, so they can get through all the dates. And then afterwards, they're like, all right, now it's on Apple and yada, 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 yada. So um, if you go to the website, there's the first image. It's a bunch of skins, which look great. And then there's like a, a planetoid with a roller coaster on it. For the first time in my life, I'm going to Fortnite.com, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I put the link in the chat. Uh, and here's for, uh, yeah, there's the other, the other, for, other for everybody else. But, um... Yeah, so there's a like, and the first image is a planetoid with a core, and it looks like an amusement park. So, it doesn't say anything in I, the descriptions <laughs> as to that planetoid being some sort of perk, a reward. So is that is that the universe we're going to be interacting with? Like, is that the new like Fortnite's not on a sphere; it's a flat. Sphere. Yeah, they're not going to do like a a new map or anything. It's not like that. I don't think. Maybe this maybe the single takes place on this planetoid. Yeah, that's what maybe. I'm saying. Yeah, to to yeah. introduce a new map, maybe. The skins are so fucking good, dude. Yeah, the skins are great, dude. Just the, the just the Travis Scott's astronomical like design, like old retro freaking. Yeah. Like it yeah, looks George, incredible. George Clinton stuff. Huh. Um. Yeah, pretty cool. I I don't know enough, but I I know enough. That I'm interested, actually. <laughs> I mean, but you're I not going Fortnite to be installed bit, on right? my Xbox. I mean, I, I have maybe. Fortnite installed on my Xbox. I might make myself get in one of these events. I mean, sure. like tomorrow at 6 p.m. That's I mean, even? do they have well, like VIP so or I won't go? I mean, come on. Thursday, April like, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> the are they going to bounce me? Can I like can I lip off and they just you know have a guy that throws me out? You know. Not gonna yeah. lie though, the cable, Psylocke, and Deadpool domino thing made me want to kind of pick it up a little bit. Yeah, if they had a non-building mode, I'd be all about it. Yeah, sure. If they could get a, get rid of the fact that when I shoot someone, they turn I refuse to learn. Skyscraper. Did, did you ever how just want to get good at it? How to build? <laughs> you just never want to get good. No. I now, watched my brother play. I'll never be that good. <laughs> back back when we tried, it was in our PUBG days. We didn't build. We were just running around shooting people. But now I'm so old. I remember when shortcuts. Fortnite was in the Battle Royale game. Yeah. 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 I, I paid for Fortnite, y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ben I was all about it. Um, I built a huge, gorgeous, very ineffective and worthless fort. <laughs> it was beautiful. Just, it was worthless. So, anyway. So, going forward, uh, the topic for you guys, which I didn't give you ahead of time because this was a fucking mess. But it's easy because you couldn't do any research for it anyway. 
Spit it out. Uh, we have a comic book shop inspired by Fortnite. We have a star musician releasing his single through Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, like I said earlier, lore dumped on Fortnite. What do you guys think Fortnite is going to continue to change going forward? I don't think and they're going to change think- anything. I think they're going to take ideas that are already out and make them bigger than they would ever have been without them and then get credit for being innovative. (laughs) They're going to create an amusement park. I I dig that. For a minute, I was like, I hate this. And then you were like, they're going to take credit for it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's totally, that seems totally right. I mean, because I've seen virtual concerts before. This is not a new thing, but everyone's talking about it as if it is. But this is this bigger than any other virtual concert you've seen? Only because it's Fortnite. Only because the machine behind it. What about musicians you've seen in other few, other virtual concerts? Have they been as big as Travis Scott? I think Diplo is bigger than Travis Scott. Perhaps. I need, I, you know, I need to do some quick little research on who was the NBA 2K um, performer. Sure, sure. I guess what I was trying to get at with the with the question is that like we're seeing for a minute it was seemed like Fortnite was taking everything from battle from PUBG, and like to the point where Blue not Blue Point Blue Hole. What was uh out of Player Unknown's company that made um was it PUBG? Blue Note? No, it wasn't Blue Note. I think it's Blue Point or Blue Hole or Blue something. Um, they sued Fortnite, mm-hmm. and that that lawsuit was recanted, and it was never going to go anywhere anyway because Epic's printing their own fucking money. Um, but since then, we've seen more and more games copy what Fortnite's doing. Rocket League's Battle Pass, Call of Duty's Battle... Like, Battle Passes. Period. Call of Duty... Or, uh, Fortnite started that shit. Now everyone's doing it. Destiny's doing it. Call of Duty's doing it. Rocket League's doing it. Um, I saw stuff... Like, t- Ghost Recon's doing it. There's a Battle Pass in Ghost Recon. Um, we're also seeing more and more crossover with... And I know crossover with licensed products in games that weren't specifically about the licensed product happened. But... Since Fortnite has become a thing, Ghost Recon had a, a Terminator event. Mm-hmm. There was actual Terminators. Yeah. And, like, Gears of War also had a Terminator event. And well, Gears of War um, also had a WWE event that had Dave Bautista in it. Do you like, remember which Soul Calibur was it where uh, Spawn was on the Xbox? Master Chief was on Xbox. Spawn was on Yeah, something like that. Uh, something. And they had uh, the Star Wars characters as well. Yep, Darth Vader was on PlayStation. Yoda was on another one. Link was yep. on the, you know, whatever system was out at the time, the Wii or the GameCube, whatever. Yep. So cross-promotion's been a thing for a long time. Soul Calibur Six had uh, Geralt. Yeah, that's right. Um, they've been then, the most consistent, though. And like then, Some games have had, like, one instance where they've done something. <laughs> they've Like, Fortnite's... Fortnite's just and Joker. <laughs> continuously doing it. Or uh, PUBG's for Harley Quinn and Joker. PUBG's Suicide Squad. Or Suicide Squad, yeah. Pack that came out like two three years, years after Suicide Squad yeah. came out. <laughs> Brilliant. Maybe they just got it in the... Wherever that they game didn't came check out. an email. <laughs> they yeah. went back and found it. <laughs> hey guys, look what I found. Oh guys, look what came out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The reason I ask this is it seems like the more the longer Fortnite's out, the more people try to replicate what it's been doing. And the more we're seeing games change, and it seems for the better. Like Call of Duty, I always want to go back to Call of Duty once a week to make progress on the Battle Pass, whereas if that wasn't a thing, then like, 
I would take longer breaks from Call of Duty. I'd be so, like, oh yeah, I've played it. That's are we happened. saying that Fortnite created battle passes? Yes. I don't know of anybody before them doing it, but as of right now, yes. I'll do some research. Okay. Um, we do know that a, a lot of things they've done has been copycatted. Yes. So 100%. We know that, uh, like, the ping system was an uh, Apex thing. Um, yeah. It took a lot of liberty from the loot system of PUBG. What yeah, else have they pioneered? The ping system's been around for a while. I think Apex just did it the best. Battlefield well, had a ping system for a long time. No, but not in the Battle Royale had a ping system. It wasn't a battle. Right. Was, the um, Apex was the first Battle Royale with a ping okay. system. Okay, right, okay. Um, 2K, I did some some quick little searching, and 2K did, the, it's called Park Out the Dark, and that was the first one was 2017. It was Snoop Dogg. So they, they've yeah, done in-game concerts yeah, for three years. So what have what has Fortnite done that is groundbreaking so i can't say anything without understanding that it seems to have been stolen from something else and i also have the strong opinion that fortnite does that every every dance that fortnite uses that was based on someone else's music mm-hmm. the fortnite needs to pay them for the use of the use of that yeah they never will though and that's no. what sucks yeah it's obnoxious because it's, they it's, could. It's they literally great. print their own money. Almost literally. I can't say like literally. The bigger you get, <laughs> the bigger you get, the more like just deceitful and evil your practices become. <laughs> Pretty much. And then villain. the more you and the and then you just get so big you don't have to answer to it, right? I mean, I've, at what point do they think that okay, we're going to take these people's dances, we're going to analyze the videos, we're going to motion caption the video dances, and we're not going to even give them credit. We're going to give them their own well, name. That I just seems it, like an immediate villainous move. Because when it started, it was cute and memey. It was like four of them. You're like, okay, it's. I saw that on. I saw that on Vine. Isn't that funny? And then it ballooned into hundreds. But like, not even that though. Like, you take a dance from a kid from Brooklyn. That's literally his name is his artist name is Millie Rock. Right. Or his name is Two Millie. His name is Two Millie. He has a song called "Do the Millie Rock." <laughs> you take that dance and then you call it something else and you don't feel anything about it like nobody in legal's like yo we should like no one has moral compass well well there are higher up the like, chain look at all like, the exposure we gave you look at all the exposure we gave them people went and looked up where that dance came from that was their argument it's kind of not how that works though cuz because no. <laughs> that's the the age old we do that we'll pay you an exposure but if you're big enough you don't have to pay me exposure you can just pay me and we're talking about a billion dollar company. Yeah. I, I think I think this turned into something that for these artists there needs to be some kind of patent system for what they're doing to where they can defend against this. Because obvi- yeah, that's yeah. obviously it's sure. so easy. Like freaking uh Epic is like I have one lawyer just looking for loopholes. Like yeah. that's probably what they have going on. Like, hey, we want to do this. Find out if oh, it's really sure. bad or not. Uh, and I don't think you can patent, patent a dance. You can't patent a dance that's less than three consecutive moves. <clears throat> like, it's a thing. And so Millie Rock is a move. It's just that. Yeah. Uh, or like the... What's it called? The the shoot or backpack kid or any of that stuff. The like shooter. They're all... Shooter, sorry. Yeah, well, this, like shooter. Dad this right now, could I? be the argument that could change that. Because because beforehand, I mean, nobody tried to exploit 
dance moves like people use them in other like rap videos or something like that or you know whatever you want to you know see but they're exploiting it for money this could yeah. be a, a, a you know a page turner for yeah. like hey let's you know check this out make sure that these people are actually getting the money that they implemented you know. yeah there should be no argument that like Let- <clears throat> you made a song called millie rock yeah then you say in the song do the millie rock and your name is Two Millie, and the dance is in that song, and that's the first place it started, and that's, you can find it and you can watch it. Right. And then someone creates that thing. Yeah. Millie should be able to be like, nah, pay me for that because I made that. How how long and after for, he made that did they put it in Fortnite? Ooh, months. Yeah. That quick? Like less than months. six months. Dude. Okay. See, see, because like if they took like the stanky leg. And put it in Fortnite. I don't think anybody's got an argument. Like that's oh, just been Fortnite. around for it's like everywhere, like yeah. for all time. Like the Carlton's <laughs> in there too. I mean, that's true. And like the he brought up. I wonder feeling if Snoop Dogg like got, sh- got paid. Cause I, I feel like Snoop Dogg lawyers would have been on that. For what? I feel like Snoop is the kind of person that he's like, you should pay me for the shit you stole, and everyone would be like, yeah, sure, absolutely, sir. What can I do for you? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> here you go. Here you go. You know, I, I play NHL 20 a lot. And Snoop Dogg is legitimately in the game in NHL 20. What? Yeah, like really? if you play LA Kings, he's in. He comes into the broadcast booth and talks. <laughs> That's incredible. That's awesome. Dude. If you're playing in New York, do like does Spike Lee show up? No, because he doesn't like hockey like that. I guess. <laughs> That's dope though. If you can be, if you're in LA, Snoop fucking shows up in the booth. That's incredible. I, I love that. I love that. Like. But here's the other thing, and someone brought this up in chat. Jabril brought this up in chat. He says, I think we're glossing over the acquisition department at Epic. It's a Jabril, you got typo the fuck out of his acquisition. Aquazidi. Aquazidi is. Aquazidi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're glossing over their Aquazidi department. I mean, um, no, they, they, I mean, the like, license they landed Star Wars and Avengers and Travis Scott yeah, and like... Deadpool, and like they're licensing shit like crazy, and it feels like legitimately. Fortnite started with steal it until you deal it. And then like once they made enough money they were like cool, we can just we can just partner with all these people now. I think you got to give props to their their licensing department uh for being on time. They I feel like they don't ever they don't miss they don't miss the relevance of, of anything. I saw the Deadpool and and Cable and Domino. I feel like that's a little bit late, but like the Star Wars was on time, the Thanos was perfect. And and they're big. Those are big things i know there are a few more i don't pay attention to, to fortnite like that but they are on point when it comes to their shit like in contrast PUBG is maybe <laughs> six years late yeah because they had the suicide the comics, squad last year been out for like three years comics years six years late. That late. yeah i mean yeah it's just a little you know like Deadpool's it would have been hit harder if it was around the time of deadpool 2 yeah. for sure yeah, 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 yeah. right because domino is a character that not a lot of people are familiar with anyway yeah. Until Deadpool 2. So I, this whole time I was very quiet because I was trying to find one of my favorite groups, Anamanaguchi, made a, a, a video game for an album. They, they designed an entire game. Uh, it's called Capsule Silence 24, and then the 24 is in Roman numerals. Uh, quote, a video game that will change the way you game for the rest of your life. <laughs> uh, $33 million budget soundtracked by Anamanaguchi, rated top game by all the game blogs in the world. Uh, uh, take it at face value, Capsule Silence's creation packs a story of shadowy 
blue chip gaming developers who exploited a growing band's money, talents, and identities, cheapening them by presenting the wider world with a bloated corporate rendering of their art. Deleted Twitter rants, a leaked beta version, and a small media scuff followed almost entirely without comment from the band. Now, if that sounds absurd, it's because some of it is. Anamanaguchi admitted that the internet drama was by design, the game's leak was intentional, and its developer, a single designer with a similar taste for tongue-in-cheek hoaxes. So, like, all that stuff, that outrageous stuff you just heard was all designed, right? They picked fights on the internet intentionally, they leaked it intentionally, they created all the drama, and then it broke the news. Um, but if you look up Capsule Silence, it's this really weird, sort of ugly, kind of adult swim looking uh, bad VR experience. But it's, I don't know, it's interesting. It's definitely like a, a virtual experiment. It looks like it should be VR, but um, it's all full so, of their music and stuff like that. So if you like the group, you'll like what you're hearing. But So is Fortnite the Yankees then? Are they just buying their way into doing things better than other people that, that uh, other people are already doing? I think so. Yeah, I think so. And they, to give context to that reference, because a lot of people don't care about baseball like I do, for like a hundred years, Steinberger, the Yankees being run by yeah George Steinbrenner have been the most profitable or the most affluent baseball team in baseball. They would spend hundreds of millions of dollars a year because baseball doesn't have a George Steinbrenner cap. was loaded, and there's like Tech said, there's no salary cap. Like in the NFL, or and is NBA got a salary cap? Oh, yet? for sure. NFL, NBA, I think even hockey. Like the a t- every team gets the same amount of money to spend every year. And now F one. <laughs> and in MLB, that's not a thing. the The Oakland A's spend thirty million dollars a year. The Anaheim Angels spend two hundred and fifty million dollars a year because they have different bankrolls behind them. And I feel like this is an instance of Epic Games just having more money and more people, and more access. If you're a small studio and you go, hey, we'd love to do a Star Wars event, and then Epic is like, yo, let's do a Star Wars event, they're going to go with Epic for exposure, for right. the level of polish they're going to be able to produce. But so is did Epic, did, Epic, uh, did Epic take advantage of people until they had enough money that they could just buy everything and not worry about it ever again? I, I mean, I think the conversation with the, with the dancing is let you know that they don't, um, it, it, it all depends. Like, they will, I feel like it, they show their true colors with that. Um, and they won't pay you if they don't have to. Right. And they will, yeah. they will, they will take the big deals and they will shit on smaller creators to make their, to get their point. And even to the <laughs> point where, I mean, I can't even say that, you know, I love Apex Legends. They did that one time with the caustic skin. Uh, some, some artist, um, I don't know if he was a comic book artist or he was just a, he was some type of, of artist, character designer. He did a whole skin that had nothing to do with nothing, and a, someone in Apex saw it and took it and made it a coffee skin and did not credit him or pay him. Hmm. Yeah. And this is one of those things where, like, a big company, one, once you get to a certain size, big companies will take from little people. It doesn't happen oh, to Oh, it's just too. a mask. It wasn't the entire costume, but it was the mask. It was the mask, but it was very spot on. It's right. it was except for bleeding. the bleeding ink. It's identical. It's identical. They they definitely stole that from this artist. So so us talking about like acquiring Star Wars and that kind of stuff for you know and Deadpool and you know Thanos that kind of stuff on Fortnite. What <clears throat> what's the probability that they didn't even go to Star Wars? That Star Wars just came to them because Star War, because Disney is money hungry. No, they knew they they knew Epic had money, 
maybe Epic's not even making these moves because obviously they're just stealing people's dance move. At what point would they have made some... Well, actually, they probably wouldn't have made anything remotely re resembling a Sith Lord or a Jedi because... Disney would have sued the pants off of them and won because they make more they have they more than likely have more money than Epic. But like maybe Epic isn't making these moves. It's everybody people, coming, people to, coming them to them because they know how much money they're making. So Epic really it was yeah. really like, "Oh hey, we just got an email from Disney. What do you think we should do?" <laughs> like, you sure, know, like sure, sure. Yeah, that's, well, there's also that's the totally whole Mandalorian. There's also the whole Mandalorian thing, right? Epic used the Unreal Engine to make the real-time rendering system they used to make Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, they're, so they're, like, in, they're in bed. If they were doing that first, then the Star Wars event was probably part of the deal. Yeah. Right. Um, but for, like, the other stuff, I, I think you're absolutely right. Fortnite has, without a doubt, been the largest game in the world for the last two years. Yeah. Just no doubts at all. And, like... The crazy thing is, like, that started in early 2018 when I was working at the warehouse, and I knew it was big because I was working with guys that listened to, like, St. Louis, St. Louisans will know, um, guys that listen to KC 98, all, KC 95? 95, yeah. yeah. 95. KC 95. Yeah, yeah, St. Louisans will know, right? <laughs> sorry. They listen to KC 95 or Y98 FM. Sorry, Y98 FM. All day. Retro rocker country all day, and these guys who are sitting and smoking and drinking natty lights after the shift clock out were talking about how they're, they were talking about Fortnite. Yeah. Not, and it wasn't even the conversation was like, my kids keep playing this dumb game. Like, it had gotten to the point where they were talking about Fortnite separate of their kids because of how deep it is. And that's when me, someone who like does a podcast about games, walking through a warehouse, Hearing that went, oh fuck, this game's huge. Yeah, kind of a big and deal. And it's on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Switch, and the Android phones, iOS phones. Like it's fucking everywhere. So it's in your best interest if you can get their attention mm -hmm. and, to and give to their them credit, the license. They did things right, you know, like with the launch and the cross platform. They did yeah. things right, and they they knew the audience. They catered to the audience, and they created for the audience they did a lot of creation for the audience you know like and they to the point where like we, we were kind of all aware of how hard they work over there yeah so yeah. you i you do have to give them credit for that sure 100 percent. and like we also it's also come to light since their release that like they have uh issues with crunch the people are working really hard to meet deadlines yeah which like to bring the conversation full circle and how deadlines are almost always inhibitive to creative things. Somehow, Fortnite has figured out how to put out a battle a battle pass every what's their what's their battle pass length? I have no idea. Sixty five days, something like that. Couldn't tell you. Nope. Forty five days. It's shorter than everybody else's, I believe. It's it is shorter than everybody else's, and yet every time it comes out, they've got skins out the ass. They are in the office they, right now, working right now. Yeah, right now. Some people I mean, have Corona. Once upon a time, game studios would spend three to five years designing a game that once it's out, it's done. Mm -hmm. Like God of War. On to the next. And then you just, you just watch it happen. And very likely, as a game director, you're starting the new game before this one's even out the gate. Uh, but, um, you know, how I, I think it's, uh, you know, the topic of crunch aside, or even included, depending on how you want to talk about it, what an honor it is to be able to make a game forever. 
<laughs> what a yeah. what a pure joy it must be as a studio to go wow this is this is our bread and butter for the foreseeable future and and i might add is uh pandemic resistant <laughs> so like um yeah so. I mean, it's about time though because as as far as like mediums are concerned comic books have been able to ride create something and then ride that out for centuries right for decades right. uh movies can take a, a property now you know something that we've seen in our lifetime before it used to be three movies and you're pretty much done now we have 22 movie sagas plus so yeah, it's kind of cool that video games can now enter that artist music artists obviously can create something an image a brand and their entity and then keep that going for for decades so it's cool that video games are now in that space as well. Yeah. It kind of makes it even fair. See, I don't think they're the first ones that did that, though. Like, I, Rainbow Six came out before Fortnite. Well, Rainbow Six is in, beyond like, franchises, but, like, one game? Like, like Call of Duty has iterations of games, right? Right, Like, right. you know when you stopped liking Call of Duty because yeah. this one came out and you didn't like it the same. But this is one game that's just getting updated. Right, and, and that's, that's what I meant about Rainbow Six. Like Rainbow Six Siege came out in like 2016. They're on year five content now. Same thing with Blizzard games, aren't they? Are Blizzard games Blizzard games known for being one game and then just updating? Yeah, well, yeah. There's no there's no World of Warcraft two. There's no yeah. uh, Starcraft two is a thing, but there hasn't been another. But Starcraft two has been a thing for relevant, like the last yeah. 15 years. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, it just feel, it, for some reason. And to go back to what Tech said earlier, like for some reason it feels like Fortnite did a thing that people had done before and continues to do things that people have done before, just in smaller scale. Yeah. And because Fortnite's such a large scale thing, everyone's like, uh, "This is a lot more people see it for the first time." Like it's the it's the what's the it's listening to um, John Mayer's version of Free Fallen or listening to. Killswitch Engage's version of um, Bad Company. Oh, uh, D- yeah, Bad Company. Bad Company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's hearing a cover of the song before knowing there was an original song, and then walking into a room full of people and being like, "Have you heard this song?" Right. Shine Down's Simple Man. Right. Like this, this song's dope, and someone's like, "No, oh, Leonard Skinner did that first. And then you hear the original, and you're like, "It's not as good." <laughs> and everyone that's like grew up on the original is like, "No, they did it first, and it's better." I think Fortnite is that. Fortnite is the cover band that has more money than the grass than the the grassroots band. And it happens. I was, I was there's a song that I was really digging, and I, t- I turned to Aaron. I said, "Have you heard this new song?" And I played it, and she was like, first of all, that song's a couple years old, and secondly, that's a Rihanna song." <laughs> but <laughs> what happened was Rihanna had bought the song from the band that I just discovered, and you know. Damn. But to her, it's a Rihanna song. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I know how many people... Sorry. <clears throat> right. I know several people who discovered Daft Punk by listening to Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger by Kanye. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. And being like, yo, have you heard of this band Daft Punk? And I was like, they're, they've been around since like the 90s. I did that to Ryan. I was playing Daft Punk and Ryan thought he'd discovered a new band and then found out they were like 20 years old. <laughs> like, the, it happens. It happens. Or like um, when you get all these young kids watching TikTok, they're like, "Man, that song's from TikTok." Like, no, that song's from the '80s. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's called Led Zeppelin. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Called Led. Um, 
<laughs> it's interesting. I don't I don't know what Fortnite will bring about in the future, but I do know that games around it have changed. And I think it's maybe too early to say that they've changed for the better or not. But for what from what Tech had said and what everyone has said in some way throughout this podcast, like we're seeing other studios try to replicate what Fortnite did because what they did's working so well. I think it's good. And the reason why I say I think it's good and I say that fast and immediately is because I love Apex Legends and I don't think if it wasn't for Fortnite, we'd have Apex Legends. Sure. Right? If if sure. Fortnite never comes out and we just get PUBG, I think the Battle Royale fizzles and goes away. Sure. Because f- f- uh, PUBG is so nuanced and so stressful that like it doesn't gravitate to the world. Mm-hmm. Right? And Apex yeah. is a lighter, is a cross between, is a, is a Fortnite for uh, adults can play. Basically, yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think I think without Fortnite, we don't have a whole genre right now. So I I, I give them a lot of lot of credit for being a pioneer, into into that. Yeah, give them a lot of credit for being a pioneer, but also understand that, um, as writers is. say, uh, good people, good writers borrow, great writers steal. <laughs> Straight up, can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. You can't make an omelet without breaking some of your neighbor's eggs. Plus <laughs> breaking your neighbor's legs. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, at the end of our shows, we always talk about what, we're, what we've been getting into for the week, uh, whether it's games, writing, or sorry, games, reading, listening, or watching things. Um, do uh, any of you guys want to start off by sharing something you've encountered in the last seven days you want to share? I can. Go for Ooh, it. Oh, Tech, go. The Last Dance which is a documentary on the Chicago Bulls hmm. and Michael Jordan specifically oh. came okay. out Sunday with two episodes. Uh, and when I was maybe 10, 11, 12, I started becoming obsessed with basketball. So I went to the library and I got everything I could possibly get. And one of the things I, I got from the library was a book called the Jordan rules, which is written by the Chicago Tribune writer, Sam Smith, not the same Sam Smith uh, that sings. <laughs> um, but it was it was a lot of it was about Jerry Cross, which was the general manager of the Bulls. And this documentary that's on ESPN now talks a lot about Jerry Cross and basically how he built a team and destroyed a team and pissed everyone off at the same time. <laughs> so damn really good documentary, especially if you're a 90s basketball fan. Um, and they interview. I mean, they're talking they're talking to Michael Jordan, they're talking to Scottie Pippen, they're talking to Steve Kerr, talking to Phil Jackson. It's everyone who was there. They talked yeah. to Dennis Rodman. You know, like, everyone who was there, they yeah. talked to. So it's a part documentary, really good. Even if you don't like basketball, you know about Michael Jordan. This yeah, is something yeah. you'd want to watch. Yeah. Um, any uh, music or anything else you want to share? Is that it? Uh, no, music-wise, you know, I, you, my music, the way I listen to music is I go through the world, I listen to songs, and then I add it to my playlist. Um, that's pretty much how I know it, like every song I've ever dug. Sure. Uh, this week... I've been listening a lot to Baby got a new album out and I like the oh, baby really? a lot. Uh this That's guy, cool. oh my god. Like so the, you've heard this song on TikTok, right? I'm gonna play it for one second. Can I play it for one second? No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> one second. <laughs> I need my phone out to be muted. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Alright, it's not playing for whatever reason. But the song is it's like a, a remix. Like Caleb. <laughs> yeah, this is that that was <laughs> Oh, of course. Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, that song's on TikTok well, all over the, the place. Like. And I looked, the yeah. artist, the, the, it's a remix. So I looked at the original artist, 
and I was jogging uh, Monday, and I decided to go through his entire, like, whatever songs he had on Spotify. His name is St. John, and all his shit is a lot slower, a lot darker, and really incredible. Cool. Looking at that. All right. So the name is St. John. John. Really, really dope. All right. Good shit. And video game-wise, I just bought Days Gone, and I haven't jumped, I'm going to jump into that tonight, probably. Yeah. And then did you do XCOM Chimera Squad? I didn't. Because okay. I forgot all you about it. You can still do it for 10 bucks. That comes out tomorrow night, and I will be talking about that next week, 100%. Is it? Is it? Is this a solo single-player game? I think so far, but they're talking about doing um, uh, like PvP, like 1v1. You take a squad versus another squad kind yeah. of thing coming up. All the XCOM games have multiplayer before it, so... Okay. I would imagine they but will. For 10 bucks, I'll, I'll hop on and grab it. 10 bucks, right? Why not fuck with it? Because uh, I want to I try to convince you guys to gamble on Predator, but it's a $40 gamble, and I don't think anyone's going to do it. It's a PlayStation-only game right now, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And PC. But it looks, like it's, it looks like with a group of four or five, it'd be really fun. Yeah, it looks like Dead by Daylight or... Um, we need to get on that, Friday too. The, or the Friday Which the 13th I've been, game. I've been saying I want to get on Dead by Daylight forever. I am 100% down for Dead by Daylight. I would only play Dead by Daylight if it was all friends. Yep. And I could talk to everybody. Let's or download it. it and let's play it. It's on Game Pass. I've yeah, got it downloaded. Download I had it for like yeah. five months. I hate scary <laughs> shit, but I'll do it for y'all. It would That's be fun if one of us is the, is the killer <laughs> and we have to run yeah, from yeah. Yeah. one Fuck of us. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It'd be great. Yeah, that'd be, be awesome. Great. Um, I haven't been getting into any really new games this week. Yeah, Caleb, um, go ahead. Stardews. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> I haven't been getting into a ton of new games this week. Um, it's still a lot of <clears throat> the the staples and then Stardew. Um, Shows-wise, Amanda and I got back into Blacklist. Oh. I don't know if any of you have watched Blacklist. Is that the James Spader? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I love it. Dude. So good. So we stopped at season five. How far are you, Tech? Three. Okay. Okay. So I won't say anything to spoil anything. We stopped at season five after a really big event. Um, and we like rewatched the last half of the last episode and caught ourselves back up. And then like three episodes later, fucking everything changed again. Um, fun fact I thought James Spader got cast as Thanos because of his role in The Office. Ultron. Or sorry, I got cast as Ultron <laughs> because of his role in The Office. And I was like, that's a weird choice. And then after watching Age of Ultron, started Blacklist and went, oh, this guy's fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, I think I started watching Blacklist because I was, I've was i always kind of been like a low-key fan of his. But then yeah. like when Ultron got announced, I was like, well, let's let's dive into James Spader. And he's incredible in that Dude, Ult- Ultron's just Raymond Reddington. It's great. Yeah, it's so good, and like he commands a scene anytime he talks. Yeah, yeah. anytime he he talks and has a monologue, you just oh yep, I gotta pay attention to this. Um, yeah, he's got a particular monologue. Well, one when he's talking to wrestler, trying to keep him from dying, or in like early season one or two, and then there's another one where he talks to so he tries to convince someone not to commit suicide and uses it uses a story of him experiencing a suicide bomber, and it's. Every time I watch it, it's like tears and just fucking, it's incredible. Um, so that show's really good. Um, I'm not sure if I like where the show's going to end up. I feel like it should have ended at season five or four, even. You know, like Breaking Bad. Like, they, they had a story they wanted to tell and ended. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Blacklist had a story they wanted to tell, but it got too popular. <laughs> and so they're just kind of like dragging it. Who knows? I'm not finished with it yet. Um, Music-wise, nothing. So that's really it for me. Blacklist and... Uh, 
Stardew, which we'll talk about more next week. Um, ben or Ryan? Ryan, what you got? Um, been playing a lot of Stardew. Actually, I think I think I've played an other games for about a total of eight hours in the past seven days, and Stardew has been everything else, and I play at least like five hours a day or more. Um, so yeah, I've been hung up on Stardew. I think about it when I'm not playing it. I really hate it, but we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for next week for the fact that SnowRunner comes out, yeah. which is the 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 next game after Mudrunner. And yeah. I, I've been watching all the YouTube videos of the new content that's supposed to be coming out, like how they're building this game out to be so much better than everything else. Like nice man, I'm excited. Like on on that's tomorrow, so many other levels, the 28th. Eighth, so, oh, okay. Uh, like next Tuesday, I think. Wednesday. Oh, oh shit! The twenty eighth is Gears yes, Tactics yeah. too. Do what? Twenty eighth is Gears Tactics too. Yeah, I'm not. And I just <laughs> really, really <laughs> that game. That's literally my reaction. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, go play like, in the mud. If you like okay. XCOM, <laughs> if you like XCOM Chimera Squad, you might like Gears Tactics. It's true. Um. So yeah. Uh. I'm just kind of waiting on next week. You know, I want to keep playing Stardew, and that's what we're gonna do. Um. I haven't been listening to anything. Um, I haven't been watching anything other than uh, Community. Um, I think I'm on like season two right now. I made it to season three, episode twelve. Yep. Yep. I'm watching the um, um, Dungeons and Dragons one on season two. I just finished that episode today. Yep. I'm I'm oddly dreading season four. Oh, it's the gas leak year, man. It's the weird one. It's yep. the bad one. It's the weird. That's the only one that Dan Harmon wasn't a part of. Yep. <laughs> and it shows mm. incredibly. So, uh, but they literally explain it away in season five by saying there was a gas leak. You know, Dan, Har- <laughs> Dan Harmon has dodged a time period in which he would have been canceled indefinitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he literally dodged that bullet. Yeah. And he came out, I think, last year or 2018 and, like, apologized for the shit that, yeah. like, he'd done. Yeah. Yeah. He was very sincere, like, in his apology. And it wasn't provoked. That was the best part, is that, like, it wasn't like cancel him, and then he was like, "I'm sorry." It was like, "Yo, I did the thing." Y'all are gonna find out about this but because was, I was an asshole and was, I drank and I had problems. Yeah, and he I'm was sorry. doing that and being a raging alcoholic and a lot of things during community. Yeah, but it wasn't. It's it, a testament to his talent. It was not the same without him, and the, right. so, the yeah. show 100% suffered without him. Yep, and season five and season six are great. Yeah, I will fight anybody about season six being as good as one, two, and three. Because I fucking love season six. It's very good. Sorry, Ryan. What else are you up to? That's Sorry, it. We got I got nothing else going on. Tangent. I'm working now, so I have uh, less time to yeah. play games and I work earlier. So, how do sure, you feel? Sure. How do you feel about working right now? Like being being essential. <laughs> now you now you're essential. Um. Oh, am I? No, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> I were I actually work in the yard, so my interaction <laughs> with customers is a lot more minimal, and it's in open breathing open like open air you know um and uh it's mandatory to wear a mask unless like a customer's within like a certain distance i think it's 20 feet you have to put your mask on um because i found out today wearing a mask and doing hard physical labor is like what? it's actually really <laughs> shitty for your respiratory system like oh, yeah, sure. like like my nose is getting clogged up and like my throat mm. and everything it's like man i'm over here like hustling and everything with a mask on it's like man i cannot I can't handle this, you know. Like it's just, it's just a lot, you know, going on. But I, I feel like at least in my position, I'm not, like, 
with customers as much as other essential employees are. Like there's people that are going into people's houses that they don't know and that doing that kind of stuff. Like when I was working as an electrician, I was in a new house every single day, but I wasn't doing it during this. So I feel like that would have been a problem for me more than likely because I've been in some really bad, nasty, disgusting houses and people that like don't care, don't take care of themselves. And I wouldn't want to go back and do that. I don't think ever again, just because of that, especially now doing that, you know, doing, you know, during this time. But, um, I, I feel like I'm all right as, you know, as long as I'm not like, like the cashiers have it different, you know, that's, that's a lot different story, you know, but you know, they're still essential because we need to obviously make money. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't feel too bad about it. Um, I feel like it's okay. Um, I, I, I don't know where else to go with this. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. That's you a good answer. That for me. Yeah, that's a good answer. Uh, ben, anything you want to share that you've uh, experienced this week? Uh, sounds like the only person here that's played Final Fantasy VII. Uh, for sure. Um, it's, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's incredible and really silly all at the same time. Um, yeah, sure. The silliness is... Lesser percentage. It's overall very incredible. I love it. There's a lot of dumb shit too, but um, it's great. It's it's better than I expected. It's better than it has right being. Like it it, it doesn't feel just like a remaster. It's it's a whole new game. Uh, oh, it's not a remaster. For not sure. at all. There's it's, a whole there's a whole story. There's like a whole like two or two to five hour storyline focusing on a person that's not in the original game oh, for more than a couple of lines. God, there's a new guy who rides a motorcycle. He's got long hair, and I hate him. I hate him. I hate him so much. He's <laughs> awful. Is it because he has long hair, Ben? Because yes. everything else about that guy is <laughs> yes. yes. I have a rage. Like, Fuck you and your hair. I have a rage boner, and I can't contain it. No. Um, uh, but he's. It's just. It's overacted and, and ridiculous, and I don't know. Uh, people who love Devil you May Cry probably. Dubs. People who love Devil May Cry probably love it. You doing subs or dubs? Uh, uh, dubs. Okay. And it's okay. I, it's good enough. It's fine. Um, there are two musicians I discovered. Um, <laughs> the best way I can explain it is Silent Hill Trap. <laughs> <laughs> that needs way more explanation than that. So it's but... like it's like hip hop beats with you know the fast hi hat and all that stuff, but like dark gothic you know instrumentation in the background. It's it's spooky trap. <laughs> So there's two groups. So it's 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 a trap. <laughs> yeah, there's two groups: uh, Funeral Flowers and uh, Father. Uh, and they're both I don't know they're great. They don't neither of them have a huge catalog, but uh, yeah, they're I'll, they're great. They're cool. yeah. Funeral anyway. you know, Flowers cool sounds pretty dark. That's cool. <laughs> exactly. It's a they don't name. have a lot of listeners, so that's cool that you're shouting them out like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Fuck like, yeah. I just found them. Uh, I had a well <laughs> when Caleb and I had this. Party till five a.m. at a at a sushi restaurant a couple years ago, and the guy, yeah, yeah. the bartender, was in charge of the radio, and he was playing a genre he called witch house, which is how you would explain this. It's you know it's gothic and and trippy and kind of it's not really housey. It's very hip, you know. Like I, I, I hope you've shared this with Grant because it's I have like yeah perfect for his house. But so I found this really wicked YouTube playlist that has probably the bulk of the best songs, and of that playlist, I found these two. So you know, it's annoying. The amount of genre subgenres yeah, with yeah. electronic music. Yeah, yeah. It's infinite. like yeah. witch house. Just call it infinite. It's, it's just not... annoying and it creates pretentious mm. 
No, that's you know what's out. you know what's worse to me though, Tech, is when I go to iTunes and everything's just electronic. That is bad too. Yep. Like one for everything doesn't work, and like one for literally everything doesn't work. A few like, years ago, I... when dubstep was in its prime, anytime a commercial did anything remotely electronic, all the comments were like "fucking dubstep." I'm like. <laughs> And then pretentious EDM me is like, oh, actually, it's future base. So actually, it's Witch gonna, House. I'm going to say this. <laughs> the people who slam dubstep, and people still slam dubstep, yeah. like they say it to me all the time as if I give a shit, the same people who have <laughs> console wars. Yeah. Like, the same people who keep up <laughs> console wars concurrent. Like, yeah, yep. sure, sure. Dubstep's dead. Okay, cool, thanks, whatever, dude, fuck off. Who gives a shit? <laughs> For the record. I think I tried to argue with me that Fortnite's dead once. <laughs> right. For okay. the record, Bleeding dubstep ideas. is very alive, and I hate <laughs> what it is right now. Hate. Hey, it's what is? D- what dubstep is right now? It's just it's what? just buzzsaw yeah. music. It's just bam 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 bam. It's just that's a facet of dubstep because there is other dubstep that is not that. There's no way it could be. We can argue about that another time, but there's no way it could be, bro. It all can't be bad. If it sounds different, it's a different genre. I'm sorry, dubstep now is. Obnoxitron, and if it sounds, nah, if, if you can call the Eagles rock, and you can call Nickelback rock, there's, there's, there's. So EDM in the EDM is the rock that you're looking for. No, I'm saying dubstep has breadth, just like rock has breadth. No, EDM is the rock, overarching. Uh, the umbrella. No, EDM me. is the umbrella, just you're like not rock is. Me. You're not hearing me. The rock genre has the Eagles uh-huh. and Nickelback in uh-huh. it. So dubstep can have. Wop wop and other stuff in it. No, I, don't, I disagree. I think I dubstep is. A, I think dubstep is a specific subgenre of I think EDM. So too. Oh, interesting. Of EDM. But you can't. Uh, do you call everything else like chill step? That's under EDM. EDM's the. Umbrella. See, that's why that's the problem with the EDM thing because it has <laughs> a thousand different subgenres. Yeah, but you need you need but an umbrella. You, but to Kayla's point, can you have a thousand a hundred different dubstep genres? And I think you can. Maybe uh, I don't know. Dubstep sounds really specific, but I think I I changed my opinion officially. I uh, now agree with Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a thirty. I mean, turnaround. I can't say in one <laughs> breath that there are infinite genres and then place a limitation on one of them. So I love the so vagabond <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> right. Vagabond in the chat points out conversation starts. Quote: God, I hate all these subgenre <laughs> arguments. Proceeds to have subgenre <laughs> arguments. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent observation. Yeah. And with that, we'll transition into our last small segment where, to, uh, where Ben finds a small fact for us to to go home and chew on a little bit. It's called our smart right. fact. While he looks that up, because he, oh. he, he has no idea what he's about to say, okay. just so you know, my background is purple because yesterday was the anniversary of Prince's uh, death. Oh, dope. So that's why my entire room is purple. That's awesome. That's awesome. My green screen is green because it's my favorite color. <laughs> and I only had uh-huh. a green screen or a blue screen, so the one I picked. Yes. Here, I'm going to play the Smurf Facts jingle real quick. Real quick. Smurf Facts, oh yeah. All right. Sounds jingle good. has been played. All right, so Sorry, you know the um you know the uh the exclamation point and the question mark together, right? People use it all the time. Mm-hmm. Such as uh, Got Milk actually used it together. Uh, originally, there is, is a supposed word to be read. Got milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, there is an origin for this, and they were actually together. So, like, if this is the, it was like I don't know. I can't do it with my hands, but you overlap them. 
so the combination question mark exclamation mark that so many oh, of us overuse in text messages has a name. It was invented in the 1960s by an ad main man named Martin Spector who wanted to lend typographical form to the messages behind advertising campaigns. This icon is called the Interrobang. Interrobang. Vagabond yeah. dog. Already knew it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Our chat was, was on, on it. it. Vagabond and Nimstein were like, the Interrobang. New, new fact. They knew what it was. Okay. Pick another. All right. <laughs> I'm rolling the bingo hopper. Okay. Yeah. Also, fun fact, Interrobang is a podcast, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure there's a podcast called Interrobang that's about weird literary devices. I'm a writer and a nerd about writing. You'd be surprised. This is very simple, a very simple thing. But when I say ampersand, a lot of people that I talk to don't know what it means. Yeah. And that really bothers me. How many people really yeah. use it, though? What do you mean? Like... Graphics artists use it. That's it's an and. It's an and sign. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dungeons and Persan Dragons. <laughs> I need to listen to more ninety nine percent invisible. I have it on my podcast list. But oh, that show's so fucking good, man. Also, Roman Mars could read. How do you, literally, how like, do you guys find enough read. time in the day to watch all these shows, all these movies, play these games, listen to podcasts, <laughs> listen to all brand new music? <laughs> Dude, what, always what on our phones, different right? universe do you fucking live in? I sleep four I to five to hours a night, literally. So do I. I listen to, I listen to podcasts I guess you while work I... Ryan, you said better, you played bro. five hours a night of Stardew Valley. There's your, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> he just got to say, yeah, I play like five hours a night of Stardew, and that's all I think about. Well, maybe that's why. That's, that's a Caleb movie, three too. TV shows, and a podcast. <laughs> I listen to podcasts while I play games often. Or while I do dishes, or while I'm watching my kid. And Captain Crunch's full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. That's amazing. <laughs> That's, That's an amazing fact. Uh, Horatio Magellan Horatio. Crunch. Uh, his, and his ship Crunch. is called the SS Guppy, named after Ferdinand Magellan. Wait. Do, do you guys eat cereal? No. He's, yes. named, he's named after Ferdinand Magellan. Yeah. Uh, tonight, today, for lunch. Tonight. Am, <laughs> for lunch. For lunch, I didn't want to cook anything, so I just had a bowl of raisin bran. No, yeah, raisin bran with bananas, and then I topped. I put uh, I put some granola on top. So you eat old people cereal? Okay, yeah. anyone else eating normal? Yo, hold cereal? on. I hang on. I need to give Ben a little bit of backup because I about a year ago um, went to Aldi for our weekly grocery trip, and I looked at my wife and went, "I'm a I'm old now," and she was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Because." I'm not curious. I'm not making a health low. choice. I want bran yeah. flakes with yogurt and banana. No, dude. I like rice chips. Like, I like crispix. I like grape nuts. That's fine. You guys are... Because you're ben old. Ben eats wheat oaks for been, breakfast. I've been eating kicks. I still eat frosted flakes. And I've been eating kicks and grape nuts my entire apple life. Apple jacks. Because <laughs> then you're old soul and now you're just old. <laughs> yep. So, so Two I, weeks ago, we bought Cinnamon Toast Crunch and I haven't had cereal in literally 10 plus years. And I've had two bowls in the last two weeks of cinnamon toast. How much toast does crunch. your body hate you after a bowl of cinnamon toast fucking crunch? What'd you say? How much does your body hate you after that? Not that bad. It's just a bowl of crunchy fucking sugar. Dude, it's, it's delicious. <laughs> there are a few so things good. in my life that bring me such... I wonder why so many kids have problems with weight. Here's cinnamon toast crunch. Well, that's better here's, than cookie crisps. cookie crisps. Like crisp. like <laughs> cookies. No, it's not. They're all awful. Most cereal is Oh, no, they're all bad. trash. That's why, I have, that's why I've had two bowls in ten years. Dude, have you had, have you had the Reese's cereal? It, like, coats your whole mouth with this, like... <laughs> This peanut, peanut butter, death butter sucralose fucking mucus. <laughs> this is head somewhere where they just put out. <laughs> have you, have you had a Rice Krispie treat where they're like, 
add your own sugar. And these kids are like, boom, like just dumping it in there. It's like, that's yeah. not how that works. There's like a mound of sugar. Like you can, out of the you milk, scrape like the sugar iceberg. off the bottom of the bowl when yeah. you go to eat some oh of it. <laughs> that's how it was, oh, man. It was. Hittenstein points out there's fucking Cinnabon cereal. That's right. Um, but Tech, to answer your question, if I'm not eating bran flakes with yogurt, banana, and honey, which, mm, yeah, let me tell you, man. You just, you just, you a, just literally equaled the calories of an, a sugary sugar cereal. No, I use like a non-fat yogurt that's unflavored. It's just sure. plain-ass yogurt, a banana, and then a it's drizzle of honey. A oh, drizzle like, of honey. Okay, because sure. honey is yeah, very just, high whoop. caloric. It's like 30 no, grams I like, a I teaspoon. I like whoop on the top. That's it. Um, it's like less than a teaspoon. Honey's like a thousand um, calories a teaspoon. Yeah, it's way less than a teaspoon. Um, I sit all over my cereal just like... Put some like ketchup on fries. You know how I know we're old? I just said calories in <laughs> talking yeah. about cereal habits. <laughs> it was about Topic. calories. That's how you know yeah, we're old. Um, but I tell you what, that with a latte in the morning? Mm. Yeah, but, um, but uh, other than that, I eat Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios are my fucking go-to hey, if I don't have nothing the ingredients for that. Nothing gives you such... Nostalgic childhood piece, like a bowl of cereal, if you ask me. Also, for someone who worked in the food industry relatively recently, when you come home late after working in food, you don't want to fucking cook. So cereals were. When you come home late from the bar, cereals fucking good. That's funny. The three three times I go, (laughs) when I leave my studio. And go to play video games. <laughs> when a bowl I leave of cereal my, just when I leave hits work, the spot. Like a room over. Guys, <laughs> yeah. I have in between matches of Bleeding Edge poured myself a big ass yes. bowl of fucking yes. cereal. I've yes. done it. Yeah, we've done it. We've and heard it you takes so long to respawn after you dive. <laughs> I'm just not a cereal guy. While we're going down this fucking gravy, I guess cereal train. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Vagabond Dog, for giving us a follow. And for some that. reason, this part of the conversation is what sold you, and uh, I'm proud of that. Yeah. Um, but that's gonna take, do it take for note. us. Yeah, take note, because uh, we should we should just get into weird tangents all the time. <laughs> we need to have like a morning episode where we're actually just fucking eating cereal. <laughs> eating cereal. Oh uh, yeah. I'm not mad. Yeah, at break, that. we gotta have a nerdy. We gotta have another AMSR. another nerdy brunch. No. That's all. Get four hundred dollar microphones. Put it yeah. right next to the cereal. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we gotta have another. We gotta have another bounty brunch. We do. We have to have another episode in the morning, hanging out. These guys that. weren't here for that. No, no, we did bounty brunch right before Christmas. It might have been Christmas Eve. Uh, it was like a Saturday morning last 2018. It's a different, different time then. That sounds it was, fun. It was, a, it was a much different time. <laughs> it was dope. Eggs Let me know when I'll get a Bloody Marys ready. Yes, gross. yes, we should do this. Irish we coffee. Do this. They're gross. I when am this, gross. When this quarantine <laughs> for sure, we're all going to come down to St. Louis and record in one place. Nice. And do that. We got yeah, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, this podcast, as you can tell, goes live Wednesday nights every week. We upload on Friday mornings every week. If you want to find out what Nerdy Bits is doing, go to nerdybits.com or follow us on Twitter at nerdy underscore bits. Tomorrow morning, in fact, at 930 uh, check the Twitter. There will be a post of my 2,000-word Stardew Valley article that I just finished today that we'll be posting tomorrow morning. That's cool. Um, if you want to follow me, it's literally anywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, PlayStation, at Lubwub, L-U-B-W-U-B. You can see it on the screen right now if I you know, fix the thing that's supposed to be up there that hasn't been up there all episode. Um, <clears throat> Sarge, where can people find you? Uh, Sergeant Sodium on uh, Mixer, Xbox, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Awesome. Um, Tech, where can people find you? Tech Supreme. <laughs> on this tablet. On all Only. things. <laughs> hey, man, when I update my computer and we can do animated transitions and things without my computer taking a giant shit, um, we'll have everybody's information pop up in an animated thing that highlights their portion of the screen. Because that would be the ideal thing. That'd be cool. I think I just discovered ben. a new logo for myself. Because I'm tired of that skull. Can you just draw yeah. it right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to uh, show yeah. us on the piece of paper. Just show, show us. <laughs> uh, it's, here, I'll get rid of the scratch. World part. premiere. It's this uh, right there. It's backwards, but it's uh, Sketch and Sawyer together with a crown on top. Just I, I actually was looking at that, um, the uh, Travis Scott one, the, the cactus, whatever. The cactus jack one? It looked really it looks messy. A lot like and, it. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. Um, and also, Ben really, 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 really wants something that's branded him that's an inverted cross. I do. Which is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> that's, really, that's really dark, bro. Yeah. You want to know what's funny? Seen, Hold on. One more fun fact for the episode to send you guys home before Ben can tell you where to find him online. The inverted cross is actually a symbol of in Christianity, and it's a very pious symbol. It's not anti-Jesus. I've heard that. Oh. Stupid <laughs> facts. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, um, and, and the pentagram is is uh, is um, wic- Wiccan and naturalistic, not not satanic. But good luck. Just, good luck convincing people. Star. It's also just a star, guys. Right. But if it's at in, in Mario, if it's at no a twenty-five degree the- angle, it's upside down. <laughs> Yeah, in Mario, someone put a star asset in up, slightly tilted, and Mario turned into the devil. I love it. You can um, find me everywhere at yes. Sketch Sawyer and SketchSawyer.com, and I now have two running Kickstarters because I'm a greedy whore. Uh, one of them <laughs> is Butcher Queen, a sci-fi trans-dimensional uh, epic, and another one is a slice-of-life adventure with talking dogs called Four Molly. Four Molly. So if you like comic books, throw some money at me, and I'll dance around a pole. With a pencil in my mouth. <laughs> Don't do that because that could end very badly. Yeah. Or um, make more money. Yeah, I mean. Or you'll make a lot of money. Never know. Yeah, thanks, Vagabond. Thanks for good hanging Vagabond, out. Vagabond, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being active in the chat. You're a champ. Yep. Thanks for the Appreciate follow. You. We'll see you in a week. Um, we will catch you guys in a week live for this podcast. If you want to watch the stream, we will be on several times before then. So just hop back on yeah. and catch us playing Stardew Valley. Smash that uh, notification bell. Smash that like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. We want to be in all your ear holes. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. I'm glad you said ear. All two uh, Yes. I would not have left out ear, Ben. I would <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, what's our sign-off? If you haven't tried, you should. These things are fun, and fun is good, because I'm a literary nerd, and Dr. Seuss fucking slaps. And we want to fill all of your holes. <laughs> uh, we'll be back to play games later, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> to fill you up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>